0: Welcome to Ringpost Radio, the only show that you know when when one host has a request to move the date and time of the recording schedule, the other one uh, begrudgingly agrees and then stays up for 24 hours <laughs> and, and about to be changed. Uh, I'm your host Ryan. I'd see the requester, and as always, is a guy that's just like a mass murderer, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how you doing?
1: Oh, I said yes before I knew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, well, I, you, we knew that this would be a thing. We, we knew. No, 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 oh, that you're right. No, you're right. Uh, we said it. You said yes. And then a couple of days later, you're like, oh shit, start of that thing.
1: I said yes, no questions asked, being the good co host that I am.
0: Great co host, I'll say.
1: And I turn around to get slapped in the face that there's a star on pay per view today, and we were starting. An hour earlier than we would usually, anyways, and a whole day earlier. But I'm here. I'm not okay. But I will give you an entire podcast that will probably go over two hours. And because why? Because I'm a fucking psychopath. And that's and of course today's like the most stacked episode I think we've had in months. So this is great. This is great.
0: Yeah. No. I I greatly appreciate it, Scotty. I, I you have never been more of a trooper than to deal with my needs and my my desires and wants. So someday I'll have a request. Someday you'll so, have you have, you haven't had many requests before. You only requested. Uh, I don't think you actually requested Yeah, maybe one time. I think you you've requested stuff you you're the typical per- person that requests OJ. ring post radio nights. Mm. That's that's typically your thing when you had work in the morning. See,
1: this 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 is ring post radio.
0: Early morning way too early. <laughs> early morning is <sighs> No pulp. Oh. Do you like pulp at all? Because I hate it. Absolutely not. I get out of here. Listen,
1: listen, let's talk about this. Let's talk about St-
0: this. again, stack shows show.
1: Anyone Anyone that drinks orange juice with pulp, I can't trust you. Totally agree. I don't get it.
0: I don't get doesn't it. doesn't make sense. But
1: stack show, so I'm going to shut up about <laughs> <laughs> orange juice and pulp.
0: Speaking of orange juice, Orange Cassidy. Let's <laughs> get right into it. Um, yeah, no, we got a big old show today. Episode 86, Ring Post Radio. Squeaky chair. Big whole show today. Big whole show. Uh, Big, gaping hole show. Uh, too early for that joke. Uh, <laughs> cut Scotty off. Cross. You can't see
1: my eyes, but my eyes are stuck.
0: <laughs> um, big old show, obviously. We're going to be talking AEW Revolution happening tomorrow night. That's exciting. Um, yeah,
1: you know we'll be reviewing that one, baby. Right after the show, baby. Will we get another brawl out, baby? Probably not.
0: Probably not. Do you think we'll get a, another great um press conference with Tony Khan?
1: Yeah, because Punk's probably coming back.
0: Yeah, baby. AW All Access, baby. <laughs> Did you see that trailer for AW All Access?
1: Uh, I watched like a second of it, and then uh, I forgot why I didn't finish it. But I said, hey, Adam Cole's coming back that day.
0: The the ending part of the trailer is like Nick Jackson being like, I didn't sign up for all this this backstage politicking crap. I just want to wrestle. And I was like, Whoa. Huh? Wait a second. He did
1: actually sign up for that. He literally is, <laughs> was an EVP. He literally signed up for that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But but that's fine. But it, yeah, it's fine. But I, everyone, everyone, right now, there's there's like chatter online of like, there's no way, there's no way this you, whole thing isn't working. <laughs> there's no way. You, there's no. There's <laughs> no way this whole thing was just for AEW access. That'd be the greatest work of all time. <laughs> I'd be fucking stunned because, like, they in the episode they also like. You know, talk about like Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston's backstage fight, like in the oh trailer. God, it's all work. <laughs> it they like,
1: said <laughs> they said we have the show coming out. We're gonna make it the most watched wrestling reality show since Total Divas. Which,
0: congratulations. I mean it, that that trailer alone became got me as a viewer. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> now I gotta watch this shit. But anyways, we got a big old show, AEW Revolution. No pulp. Um, AEW Re- Revolution, New Japan <laughs> Cup bracket. Slash the anniversary event. Anniversary event is really... Well, I mean, there's sh- there's parts of the New Japan Cup are on that anniversary event, but also one show, one match, which uh, I know Scotty is amped for. Um, but, of course, we'll do our New Japan Cup bracket predictions. Uh, Scotty's going to pick Ibushi all the way. Uh, we're going to talk Ring of Honor Episode 1. Uh, we're going to talk Fantastica Mania Tour, which I thought was just a fantastic Mania Tour. Uh, the All-Star Junior Festival... And uh, the Stardom Triangle Derby finals, along with some news items.
1: Did we miss anything?
0: I don't think we did. I don't think we did. That's and, good. And my goal today is to push all that through and uh, get all of we our. We will talk-, talk about
1: everything. I am here until we're done.
0: Yeah, Scotty is here, and then as soon as the camera goes off, he 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 immediately falls asleep. It'd be a light yeah. switch. I wish. <laughs> I'm at the point in my life now where I can't, I can't fall asleep like a light switch. It's literally like it takes me like an hour to go to sleep. It's I've bad. never
1: been at a point in my life where it doesn't take me at least an hour to fall asleep. So I'm happy for you that you were at a point where a light switch happened.
0: I feel like I well, in college, I was like famously called like a like a vampire, a vampire when oh. I sleep. And I still do it today. Uh, but less so. But when I'm in college, my roommate would always describe me as a vampire because I would essentially sleep in bed on my back like this. Interesting. <laughs> I would sleep like this. And then, like, I would. I'm one of those people that, like, the alarm goes off. I get up immediately. So, alarm goes off. I wake up. And it just terrifies my roommate.
1: <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I had, a, I had alarms set to wake up for this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I never fell asleep. I was about but, to say, I was like, hold on. <laughs> but. But let me tell you,
0: the alarm scared the shit out of me this
2: morning. Nonetheless, <laughs> you <laughs> we'll freaked it up about a little
0: it. bit. Um, well, let's get to the show. No pulp. Let's get to the show. No more pulp. Get the pulp. get the pulp out of here. Get the pope out of get here. Get the
1: get the pulp. Get the pulp. Get the. That's it. I don't. I'm, I'm that's gonna, actually. I'm what just it, gonna let you
0: talk. That's what when we say RPR, you know, for you know, that's actually what we mean. It's Ring Pulp Radio, uh, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get the pulp out of here. We're going to be only talking ring, ring radio. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. No pulp. Um, let's talk about some of the news bits for a, for ring post radio starting here. Um, I got three topics, Scotty, and I'll we'll do a little uh, roulette wheel. Of where do you want to talk with? So we have MLW sucks, but we got Endeavor is out and Vince is back in creative. What do you want?
1: Oh, uh, they're all just so, you know, interesting to me. Um, uh let's talk mlw first
0: the mlw the the world never stops mlw the most pulp promotion i i ever know just a lot of faff of that 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 interaction so mlw obviously they have been on the reels network kind of out of nowhere and i remember when it happened you and i talked about it it it's like this just feels out of nowhere and then they're like on the show and they're still talking about how it's fusion so it felt even more out of nowhere well it was announced that reels uh, signed a deal with peacock to be able to you know get their product and get their television stuff on to the peacock network which is you know a huge deal for reels you know that's a good thing the problem there being that uh, according to uh, the the report um, saying that uh, because of Peacock's deal with WWE having exclusive rights to air wrestling onto Peacock. MLW will not be shifting over to reels. So that was like, okay, that's fine. That sucks for MLW. And then there's another line in there that says that, oh, and MLW, they're only on for 10 weeks anyway. So after 10 (laughs) weeks in April 24th, I believe it was, after 10 weeks, they'll be off of Reels, and then that hour slot can just go to whoever else, you know, whatever else product that Reels puts on there. So this created this whole thing of, wait a second, MLW has got gotcha again, folks. MLW on Reels out of nowhere with stuff that's airing still saying they're MLW Fusion. Now mm. they're going, Reels is going to Peacock, but MLW cannot go with them. Almost almost like because of WWE's exclusivity to Peacock, is MLW not able to get good market share because of WWE? Hmm, that's an interesting thing to maybe add to an amended lawsuit you're in the process of making. Scotty, what do you think about all this MLW drama? And why do they I suck butt
1: I don't know why it matters. I thought MLW was pro wrestling and, and WWE was sports entertainment.
0: Great. That's a great distinction, and I agree. I, if this I would is,
1: literally put that in the lawsuit. This is you as like, WWE's lawyer. I bet like we—they literally say they're sports entertainment. They don't know what pro wrestling is. Um MLW does suck, butt. like that, this is a promotion that stinks. Like it's bad. It's not. It's it's bad. The fact that they got on reels to begin with still stuns me to this day. The fact that we were having some weeks there where people were comparing that and Impact. What? And they were beating Impact once in a while? Or, I don't know, I think it's only been like three weeks now. Um, This is like, it's shocking they got 10 weeks to begin with, truthfully. Like, what, what has MLW done in the past year to make them earn a spot on Reels? Besides I, fail on the other channel, uh, Vice. Vice, they, Vice failed they on announced Vice. it a
0: TV thing. It was just a one-off TV special. Which failed terribly. Yeah, I didn't really, I don't recall a drawing. I mean, even then, like, this, this Reels channel is like, they are, Reels has, like, way more of a TV audience, you know, than Impact could ever have mm. in terms of just, like, in households that carry Reels versus Axis and so you would you would have to imagine oh m l w would have like way bigger numbers than impact, and they're like fighting to be on the same pace, like impact beats m l w some weeks uh m l w beats impact some weeks like they're like on pace, it shouldn't be on pace m l w should be way higher for what mm. what you know network they're on uh yeah i don't understand, and I think that's part of it is that you know let's go back to conversations where we had last week um that what if, you know, what if this whole MLW thing was just a, a time buy uh, where MLW just was like, hey, Reels, can we air on your network? Here's a bunch of money. And they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. But they're like, oh, we only have enough money for 10 weeks. And like, yeah, that's fine. And then gave you 10 weeks.
2: Like me, just... And I
0: wonder if like maybe MLW Court Bauer knew about this Peacock deal coming together and maybe they're using. I'm, I, the reason I brought up that thing is like, what if like, the tinfoil hat guy over here is like, what if this is all part of the 40 chess game of, Oh, we're suing WWE over the monopolizing the industry. And here's another instance. why? Another instance that, Oh, we cannot have our product go out and be a bigger thing. And we're going to get off of reels because of Peacock because of WWE. It's, 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 it's time. The timing of it all is very, very interesting, and feels very scummy, and it feels right up MLW's alley, right up Court Bowers' alley.
1: Let me talk to you. You know, it's just to me. I look at MLW, and it's it's just stunning that they're the biggest pain in the ass to WWE these days. They're the biggest pain in the ass. Not AEW, not, I don't know, Vince's lawsuits. It's MLW. What? It, it, I mean, if this is a big, whole, grand plan to help them in this suit, congratulations to them. Way to think ahead. That's like uh, that's like 7D chess that I could never play. I don't even know what that means. Um MLW gets more conversation for all these TV deals that they get and the WWE lawsuits, and yet no one still gives a shit to watch them. I think that tells you all you need to know about that product.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, Except
1: for you, maybe. I know you watch them once upon a time.
0: I mean, I watched the latest episode. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta That's watch billy starks out there shout out to billy stark i gotta watch that john hennigan uh w- title win you know i gotta go out there and watch it john hennigan won a title he beat davy richards for the uh, mlw national title
2: what in the
1: world
0: <laughs> mlw right. baby. mlw we have so
1: much to talk about you have me
0: talk about mlw what are you doing you me? i gave you the option you picked mlw first
1: do we have to talk about them all?
0: <laughs> fair enough. Endeavor is out or Vince is back in Creative. What would you like to watch? What do you like to talk
1: about? They all come together. These two just come together. That's so just start enough. with Endeavor and Let's we'll start. get into Vince Vinny Mac over here.
0: So Endeavor, one of oh, the so Endeavour, one of the many companies that uh, were in talks of purchasing WWE. Uh, the Endeavor CEO comments on that possibility. With the quote, as it relates to WWE, it's an unbelievable product. This is obviously coming from the CEO Ari Emanuel. Vince, you know, created a great business. We've had a long, long, uh, we've had a long-standing relationship with them over two decades. We're doing on-location business with them, streaming business with them. His business is really valuable, but we're not going to do anything as it relates to changing our leverage position right now. And that probably also comes into the fact that you know, recently the the quote-unquote price, I guess that Vince is asking for, WWE is asking for, uh, was $9 billion. That's a little out of Endeavor's price range. And hearing this after the fact is not a good thing, I would say, for old WWE. So it looks like Endeavor is going to at be out of the sale. Um, we've heard before that like Comcast and, and a lot of those like networks are not really interested. Um, I don't see Disney... Or Netflix or any streamers like that being like a big possibility at this point. Um, so to me, we're looking at Tony Khan, which he already will need some other buyer to do that. Or someone who has way a lot more money and could probably do it the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So, Scotty, Ooh. as we ear closer and closer to the. Potential sale. Or, and I guess you should say, there is the third option of the price was rated so high at $9 billion, uh, specifically so no one buys this company. And that Vince McMahon just forced himself back into the company on the idea of, oh, I'm just here to help facilitate the sale, and then purposely set the price $3 billion higher, losing potential buyers. And is now either facing selling the company to Saudi Arabia or not selling at all, which means oh, I'm back in the company, and guess what? I'm already started being part of the creative. But you know that's that's a whole another story. But let's just talk about whether or not you know th- how the sale is going. What do you what do you think if if you were a WB board member, if you were a stock shareholder, and you were hearing like oh, we're going to sell this company, and you keep hearing all these companies being like yeah, I'm not interested, and like everyone not just like super cold feet on it and no one really being interested, in maybe it's going to happen, maybe it's not, but what do you think about uh, Endeavor being put out of this WWE sale?
1: They deserve everything that's coming to them. They're the ones that voted Vincent K. McMahon back into the board to begin with. So at the end of the day, or someone did. I know someone did. The board, the sl- you know what I mean. Uh, stakeholders, maybe not, but you know what? The board voted him back in, so you have them to blame. That's your board that you selected. You have them to blame for pretty much just giving in to the old man coming back. Um, uh, I think the inevitable—the inevitable—since the very beginning is eventually going to hit us, and that is that sweet, sweet Saudi money. <laughs> Taking over WWE. Uh, which is, you know, disgusting and sad and awful, but here we are, you know, and uh unless the price goes down. Yeah. Which, you know, is always possible. I doubt it, because this is Vincent McMahon, but it's always possible. Um I think the most likely story is he'd put it that high just so that he could get back in mm-hmm. and not sell. I think that's the most likely story. Yeah. Just because that couldn't be more Vince McMahon if he, he tried to be. Um
0: I think it was something like Kevin Nash said that it was like he Kevin Nash believes that it's that high because mm. it's one of the situations of like, oh, I'm not going to sell my house, but if someone if someone came to my house and was like here's 3 billion dollars, I'm selling my house. Yeah. Like it's like, exactly. oh, I don't actually want to sell the company, but if I got 9 billion dollars for it, then sure, I'll do that. Who cares?
1: Exactly, yeah, so I think that's really the case here I think it's He wanted to get back in He said, this is why I'm here Mm -hmm. And in that time, as time goes on He can figure it out how to Make it his own And kind of make his way back into All the things that he was kicked out of To begin with And he's doing a really good job At doing that um, you know, endeavor, endeavor. You know, they probably shouldn't buy WWE. You don't need two spokesperson for those companies that are problems. You already have Dana White. I think that's enough to deal with. That's probably true.
0: <laughs> they got they got their own they got their own uh, fingers and other pies that they have to deal with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. I, I didn't see. real slap
1: in the face. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that was on purpose, but I'm going to believe it was. It absolutely was on
1: purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's about power slap, not the actual slap in the face that Dana White hit on his wife. Jesus. Everyone.
0: Jesus. Yeah, no. Uh, Endeavor, once you, you hear know, like... Dana
1: White, piece of shit. There once you, you hear like yeah.
0: WWE's asking price of $9 billion, and I'm sure like, by the way, like asking price, I'm sure that like there's room for negotiation or whatever. But, like, as soon as you hear that one and how much, like, Endeavor has, it's like, yeah, Endeavor's not going to do that. Like, I'm sure Endeavor would like, I'm sure, by the way, like, if WWE was worth, you know, it is worth $6 billion, you know, right? Endeavor has $10. i am sure Endeavor could look at that and be like, we might be able to make that work. But as yeah. soon as Vince is like, no, I'm asking, I want 9 it's like, oh, no, we, we can't do that at all. You know, it, it, as soon as that price went up, it, like I could see them. It's not great. That's more, a little more than half of your, you know, what, how much your company's endeavors worth and how much they have. But like, you could make that work. The company's making money hammer or fist. You could make that work. But yeah, they can't sell all of their money for this.
1: It's the it's the situation of aim high, and as time goes on, you bring it down. Yeah. Aim for the highest. See if anyone's worthy worth gonna give that to you uh-huh. and then if you're really serious about selling you start to go down a little bit but you try to get the most possible at the end of the day i've watched shark tank i know how this works he's a come shark, on.
0: he's a shark taking uh, uh, expert he's a
1: shark exactly tank. You 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 come in with this ridiculous price and then the shark hits you with this one that's like a slap in the face and then you meet in the middle and it works all it works all great so they'll meet at uh seven million well, Who's they? We who don't want to know.
0: Don't want to know. Uh, well, speaking <laughs> of speaking of Vince McMahon, you know, uh, you know, if like I said, it's either Saudi Arabia or bust. Let's talk about the bust, and that is, you know, he's back in the company, back in creative, um, and yeah, there. So there are conflicting reports about this whole thing. It's you know, there was it was a report that came out from WrestleVotes, the Twitter account. Saying that it was Vince McMahon who was the one that pushed for Brock Lesnar versus Omos to happen.
1: Technically,
0: yes. WrestleVotes never said it. Correct, which he is the classic WrestleVotes. Simply was votes. a gif. <laughs> the classic WrestleVotes get out of it move. Yeah. Um, but it's believed that Brock and Omos was pushed out by Vince It was requested by Vince. Which, you know, on paper, you look at this match graphic and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see why Vince wants this match. Uh, undoubtedly, I can see why Vince wants this match. Um, however, there was a recent report that Fightful noted uh, How word from within WWE said that McMahon did not come up with Lenzer and Omos They said there was inter- strong internal speculation Whether or not McMahon was back working with the WWE creative team um, While Fightful had sports- sources who spoke to both sides of the narrative Wade Keller, PW torches Wade Keller Said he was flat out told that Vince McMahon is not backing creative um, There were other reports saying that Lenzar's WrestleMania match was- Has changed several times It was Gunther was a strong cont- contender uh, and then at a certain point, it changed to almost. Now, we also know that Triple H talks to Vince. Triple H has said this in press conferences that he talks to Vince about creative. Um, so I would argue that whether or not Vince is truly backing creative is one thing. Um, you know, at, at holding the actual pen, booking a week to week television is one thing. Uh, the other aspect is I could see Triple H going to Vince and be like, we're going to do Gunther and Brock, and Vince being like, no, don't do that. Do Brock and Omos. And Triple H is like, but I think this would be a good match. And he's like, have you seen Omos? And he's like, yeah, I have seen Omos. And then Vince is like, all right, then why are we not doing Omos versus Brock? That's got to be the match. It'll be the biggest match in WrestleMania history. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do that father-in-law. So, yeah, I think and then, you know, there's obviously the discussion of that Vince McMahon's Triple H's television has a lot of Vince McMahonisms all over the place. But I don't know. I feel like this is a classic. And I've read this book countless times when I was growing up. Countless times of, if you give a mouse a cookie, I feel like we have been on that path. He's got himself back into the kitchen, the bakery. He's got himself back in the bakery. And now giving him potentially, let's say Triple H gave him like, all right, Vince, you can have this one. You know, I think this is give a mouse a cookie situation where we are, Hurtling to my, not maybe not hurtling, not that that fit fast fast that quickly, but it feels like to me that we are going, we are heading that direction. Vince is going to be back in creative. If he is if he is at least whether or not he purposely put that match together, who knows? But I feel like this is he pushed it. Um he's not doesn't have the book, but he's pushing for this match. It it just I don't know. That's how I feel about it. And I think it's totally possible. I think it's I it's totally possible and not unlikely. We know it's possible. And so I think it's a give Mass a cookie. We're going to get down down the line. How do you feel about Lenzer Omos, potential events, back in creative?
1: So I have my own theory of how this went. Okay. Starting with Gunther. I think they came to a realization that, you know what, maybe he's actually a guy that we should just go keep that belt on because he was going to have to drop the belt before mm-hmm. if he was facing Brock because it was never going to be a title match. And maybe that's the reason they pivoted from that one rather than the almost thing because it then went to Bray Wyatt and it went originally from almost or from Gunther Gunther, to almost I think it would have been purely Vince like saying no Gunther we're going almost yeah. But I think maybe they saw something with Gunther and said, okay, we are going to keep down this path with him as champion mm-hmm. because he's not that far off from breaking the Honky Tonk Man's record either. Um, he's been a dominant champion. We're going to keep him in that role. We want we want him to be this monster guy. And if he faces Brock, he's probably going to lose. Next up Bray Wyatt. Brock says, fuck no. Why the hell would I do that? I'm not touching an alcoholty. I have had enough Uncle Howdy's in my life. I'm not doing Uncle Howdy's. Bray Wyatt's bad. I said no the first time few, five years ago. I'm saying no now. Um, And then I think the part comes in personally where, you know, Vince McMahon has Brock Lesnar's phone. You know it. You know it. And, you know, Vince may have said, like, hey, Triple H, you know, you're looking for an opponent for Brock. Why not almost? And then you know Vince is like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna make money with this guy because he's fucking huge, and you can have five of him, and it's gonna be great." And Brock's probably like, "Yeah, sure, whatever," um, because you know Brock doesn't give a crap. We can act like Brock cares; he doesn't care that much. Yeah. Um, he probably just cares about not facing Bray Wyatt. So I think, um, I think it was probably a natural change along the way regarding Mister. Uh, Mr. McMahon's involvement um, I do think that that got their matches probably considered and then they Had their realizations mm-hmm. And then Triple H was like okay uh, Where do I go Next and then he looked at Bray and for Some reason he said oh yeah him and Brock would be good and then he ran Out of options after that so he Was like uh, 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 Vince any help um, And Brock probably I'm sure Brock and Vince talked to make that
0: happen i'm sure they talk all the time
1: yeah yeah they the, we know brock walked out the moment vince got moved for then he walked back in but uh he did walk out so that was you know serious enough but yeah I, I, Vince is definitely has say that's that's goes without saying we know that triple h confirmed that yeah um and you know if i look at the wrestlemania card This one definitely has Vince's fingers on it. I think Austin Theory and Cena has Vince's fingers on it. Mm -hmm. I think, I know it's not on the card yet, but it's going to be. sure. Um, But then there's matches like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, which I think is clearly Triple H. And there's Bianca and Asuka, which is clearly Triple H. And, you know, Cody and Roman, it could be both, you know. I think I think that was a natural story that they were going to go with, no matter what.
0: That was original. Um, you could argue that was originally Vince, uh, exactly Vince, because that was you know that was the yeah. idea plan to begin with.
1: Right, and it was again. I think it's the right. Plan. I know Sammy Zane, blah 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 blah. Whatever, uh, that's that's gone. That's over. We don't talk about <laughs> that's, that anymore. That's dead. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, couldn't be more dead in the water. Like Seth and Logan Paul. I don't know. Prob- I, think, I think the probably bigger, Triple
0: H. I think the bigger <laughs> problem you're sort of alluding to is that like Triple H's booking is not distinct enough of a yes. difference between his booking style and WWE. You know, you could see a difference between WWE and NXT, but when Vince is gone and Triple H has the book for main roster stuff, it's like I do. It is it is yeah. really hard to tell a difference. Between the two. Yeah, because there are minute differences that, like, if you look for it, you can see them, but it is it is not grandstanding, noticeable stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, weekly television is completely different. It's a usual, at least, SmackDown. Most of the time, if you watch a show, there are more segments that are watchable than there used to be. But that doesn't have me sitting here thinking and saying, it's a great product. Yeah. It's just a better product from the dog shit that it was prior. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's also the thing. And I I also understand Triple H is trying to book for that audience yeah. and the hardcore audience in some ways. You see it on NXT nowadays. I watched part of NXT this week and I you know, I got Tyler Bate and Carmelo Hayes and but then you're also getting Hank Walker Whoever the hell that is, and uh, Brooks Jensen, and I can't—I can't, I can't even name these people. I can't even sit here and lie and act like I know these people. Um, but it's like it's like that type of thing, or like with the Wesley uh, Open Challengers. Wesley faced Nathan Frazier this week. Two weeks ago it was Von Wagner, so it's like he's trying to play both sides here. Yeah, and it just leads to his product being like, well, there's still a lot of vincisms. Yeah, and that's not good.
0: Yeah, which you know, the Dave Meltzer quote of all of it is, "Well, you know, if they're still making money, then it must be working. You know, it must be, yep. there must be something's right." So maybe I shouldn't complain. Money, about it. yeah, record record money. Thank you. Every it, time they go to a city, they're making record money at this point. Mm-hmm. It's it is insane. It is insane. Well, uh, here's the events in our wild speculation. I I really feel like you know I I don't think he's like there all the way, but I, I knowing that like he and Triple H. Are talking about it, yeah. uh, and that is a quote from Triple H. It's just like, oh, then how do I know? How do I? How do we know how much Vince says or Triple H says yes to? You know yeah. when he put, pitches stuff.
1: Here's the thing: he's not in the building, but he's in the conversation.
0: Yes, that's a great. That's a, he's he's not in the building, but he's on the conference call. That is that is a hundred percent the the booking yeah. strategy right now. Yeah. um and that sucks anyways let's talk about something that's good that has a lot it, of good this week a lot of good this week and this actually was a really good week in wrestling by the way i thought this week in wrestling was fantastic it's been I'm gonna, a long week in wrestling long <laughs> week of wrestling but i thought it's been great um week i thought and we're going to cap it off here with aew revolution happening this sunday night um i am excited i mean let, let's talk about it how excited are you for this pay-per-view i am pretty excited um, yeah. I am not as excited I am in typically in the past for AEW pay per views, but I remember feeling that way about the like last two, and they ended up being really, really good. So I, you know, maybe it's just like me. You know, maybe it it, it is what it is. But you know, let's we'll go through the match, of course. But wh- give me your reading. What? How do you feel about this pay per view right now?
2: I feel
1: like you see ya. Uh... I feel like we've hit a point now with AEW pay-per-views so it's like, oh, it doesn't look all that good on paper, and then we know the card's going to deliver. So, like, what's the point of this conversation? Every single time, Twitter folks. Mm-hmm. But we have it every single time. Um, I'm kind of back and forth, because there's some matches I'm really looking forward to. There's some matches I don't want to watch at all. Yeah. Um, it's it's a wrestling pay-per-view. Not every pay-per-view can be hit, 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 hit. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. Um, It's kind of like the the problem that you started to see at one point when everyone expected surprises every pay-per-view that Tony Khan did, and then those stopped. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I think there's going to be some surprises so, on Sunday.
0: That, not just a surprise, a major announcement. We talk about this. There's a difference. Oh yeah, there was an important yeah, announcement said, for he TV. He said major
1: announcements, right? Yeah, he said like major everything. Yes, right? the
0: the TV all access was an important anou- announcement. This is a major announcement, which we have su- we have figured out that major. Whenever he mm-hmm. says that, is actively more important than important. Mm-hmm. So uh, much, much more important. So this is a, this could, um, it, so could be big. Could be big. We'll talk so, about what that could be.
1: So thinking about the card, there are three matches. of the- stand out to me as like yeah these are gonna be fantastic okay 60 man ironman match mm-hmm. like it's danielson i know it's gonna work i'm mm-hmm. not worried about it 60 minutes i'm always worried about just because it's a long time sure
0: but, but he's done I'm two 60 sure. minute matches yeah. a one, or a 60 minute well i mean 30...
1: he's not the problem yeah he true. he won't be the problem sure true. True, true, true. if there's a problem he won't be it sure um then there's Moxley and Page, which I think is the biggest match of the show. I agree. In a lot of ways. I'm most anticipated uh, for that match. Yeah, it's been built perfectly. And then the Trios title match, because I'm not an idiot. I know what the Elite are going to do. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's stop. At, like, I don't care. At, at a certain point, I don't care what the build is. I know they're going to go out there and they're going to deliver. That's what they do. Um, then there's matches where I'm like, let's see, I'm 50-50 on. Yeah. You got Samoa Joe Wardlow. You got Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Christian Cage in a final burial match. I wish it was still no holds barred. Uh, um, yeah. So now I'm a little shaky on
0: that. Well, let's let's go um, match by match. Let's let's talk. Yeah, about we'll
1: that. actually preview it now. But and then there's the matches that I am not excited about. Which... Yeah.
0: But uh, let's start off. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear. Maybe we'll hear one more. I don't know if we will, but we at least have Somewhere two here, right? two pre show matches announced already. We have um, two. We have two pre-show matches. Ready? Here, strap in, baby. We have, oh, have one. Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta versus John Silver and Alex Reynolds. What was that announced? That's a nice match. That's a nice little match right there. That's a nice. What was match. that announced? Um, recently. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm on Wikipedia. Is I don't there, know.
1: Is there a graphic for this?
0: I don't know. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Really?
1: Uh, Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> how about that?
0: Okay, there, well, that's a good one you're right there is no annotation attached so i don't know if i should trust it but that's what it says here so we'll just go with it um and then also a six-man hmm. tag team match mark briscoe and the lucha brothers penta and ray phoenix uh versus Arya Zavari and josh woods and tony nice, uh as the other six-man tag match how are you feeling about these little, nice little nice little matches here
1: that's exactly how I feel about them They're nice little matches uh, I think the trios will be fun If the tag actually happens I'm sure that'll be really good mm-hmm. um, But the trios, I'm, I'm looking forward to Briscoe and the Luch Bros I think they're going to be a fun trio to watch yeah. um, I'm kind of sick of getting these Trust Buster slash Whatever the hell these guys are on my TV mm-hmm. On every single show now Which we'll get to later But uh, It's fine They it's not; they're not bad. It's just they're boring.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're just low card, heel gimmick things where it's like, all right, up, I, I have no, actually, I have no interest.
1: Up until Thursday, I did think Joshua's is bad. So
2: <laughs>
0: that's true. We'll talk about that. Um, and then we'll get, let's get to the actual main card here. So first off, here, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a final burial match. Like you said, it was at one point in time a no holds barred match and then uh, suddenly it became a final burial match. Now, what is a final burial match, you may ask? Well, I don't exactly know, but uh, the belief is that it is going to be <laughs> if, a sort of...
1: If Jungle Boy loses, I'll know what it means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think final burial, to do the sort of playoff of the burial term, I think it is just a uh, buried alive match. Um, so that is what we're going to be getting. It makes sense based off of the Promo that we were, they were doing here. I'm sure the finish of the match will be Jungle Boy doing a concerto to Christian and then rolling his dead body into a a, a grave or whatever. Um, but Jungle Boy versus Christian final burial. Um, they did a little video package where they showcased like their entire history and how it's sort of centered around the concerto and Jungle Boy refu- not being able to do it, refusing to do it at times, uh, and Christian being like, "Oh, I'll do it. I don't give a shit." <laughs> uh, and, and then just you know knocking out Jack Perry, Loopy. Um, but yeah, no. And now we're gonna get a final burial match here. So I don't know how I feel about it. I thought I thought the video package, which showing the history, was interesting. I thought Jungle Boy fake tears was bad, um, uh, and cringy. But uh, so I, I'm and you know how I feel about Jack Perry. He's gotten better. He's not you know he's not terrible, but he's gotten he's gotten a little bit better for me. I'm just, I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know about this match. How do you feel about it?
1: I think they're going to have a really good match. Now that we've talked about it. Now that I've sat here and thought about it. And I think back to that Luchasaurus match, the Steel Cage.
0: That was and, a surprise. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah. And everything that's gone together to make this feud happen. This is this is the match they were always supposed to have. When you know when they had when they f- first had that match and Christian Cage being in seconds because Christian Cage got hurt.
2: yeah,
1: Right. Like, that's what, that's what we're supposed to happen here. Mm-hmm. So this is the match we're supposed to have. And at the end of the day, Christian Cage is a very good professional wrestler. And he's going to do his best to, I think, to get Jungle Boy over. That's what this whole feud's about. Mm-hmm. Um it, it comes down to the performance of Jungle Boy. But I think most times than not, his actual in-ring is what's best about him. Yeah. Um. It'll, it'll be see how much they go down the soap opera route. You know, like. You know, because that's the that's the danger with yeah. something like this. But if you kinda if you play to that jungle boy we saw two weeks ago when he attacked Christian Cage on the stage. Yes. And now uh, you just pull that trigger, it should be great. Truthfully, like it should get to that next level.
0: I, I I've never been more like hot and cold on Jungle Boy in the past two weeks. I was super into Mr. Jungle Boy coming out of two chairs, sort of like like all jazz up like oh yeah let's let's do it baby i was like yeah this is the kind of guy i want to see this is how i want to see on my television and then the week after that he's on television crying digging a grave and it's like come on man what are you doing um this guy is all over the place for me at this point which is i guess better than nowhere on on the radar for me um i mean you're right i it's going to be a good match i i think it's just like my the soap opera ness can at times be too heavy-handed, and you're maybe it doesn't matter because it's pay-for-you. At the end of the day, it's going to be a good match. It's a final burial match, so we'll see what that looks like. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, you're right. It's going to be a good match. I, I maybe like a six out of ten or whatever on like excitement meters. So, That's where
1: I am for the entire card overall. Probably six and a half now. I think it's gone up. Yeah. Um, let's, let's. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good.
0: Let's talk about it the next match here. Uh, I know you're excited for this one. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Uh Jer the Jericho Appreciation Society are of course banned from ringside. At one point in time, this was everybody. Uh, and then it got changed to just JAS. So, Scotty, I know you're excited. I know you're amped. I know you're hyped for old Starksy Boy and Jericho. One-on-one, uh, yet again. Um, I know you. I know you're amped. I know you're you're feeling like, oh, there's gonna be no shenanigans. You know, you know, there's now gonna be you no know, big show popping up. It's not gonna be Action Andretti or popping up. You know, there's not gonna be someone in a mask or something popping up. You don't. I tell me. I know you're excited for this match, right, Scotty?
1: Couldn't be less excited if I tried. <laughs> uh, I'm. I, there. There has come a point, Tony Khan. Where you don't need to force a Chris Jericho match on paper. I promise you. This match is not going to sell. Your pay-per-view in any way, shape, or form. No one's going to look at this pay-per-view and be like, Oh, man. Chris Jericho's got a singles match. I gotta have it. No one's going to say that with Ricky Starks. I'm sorry. Because this feud has been stupid. Ricky Starks beat him. And then they continued the feud.
0: It doesn't make
1: sense.
0: Not just I would tra- not just has beat Jericho, but has beaten like almost every member, I think, of JAS. Except for
1: like yeah, he even beat Daniel Garcia finally. So it doesn't yeah. make sense. I would trade this for Swerve and Keith Lee yesterday, tomorrow, the next day, and a week from now, a month from now, a year from now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um the fact that I have to watch this on pay-per-view, it doesn't feel like a pay-per-view match. It feels like a dynamite main event at the very very
2: most mm-hmm.
0: that's but a good point i
1: i can't wait for the shenanigans
0: <laughs> for the folks at home he put on his glasses in a very csi miami style i wish i had a sound cue queued up <laughs> to do <sighs> the yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah it, it's This match has always been has been plagued by story, uh, in a weird way. That sounds
1: like Chris Jericho's entire past two years.
0: Like I'm not worried about Jericho putting over Starks or you know, because that's what he does at the end of the day with a lot of these feuds. It's just that he
1: he beat MJF to
2: this feud.
0: that's, I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, but he, he tends to put over, like, newer guys, you know. Like, he put over Orange Cassidy at the end of it all, but that was in a, in a crappy match. Um, He'll probably put over Ricky Starks. He put over Action Andretti, as it were. Um, you know, it, it, it's just these things of, like, he, he will lose. Jericho will lose. It's just the build to this match has just been, like, weirdly convoluted because it's been always built around this idea of, like, I want to wrestle you to basically... I wanna wrestle you, Starks is saying, to prove that I can beat you without any help, that you don't need any help, and I'm trying to be like, oh, you don't need it. Um which is fine, but we also know that like that's he's gonna have help and someone's gonna get involved, someone's gonna turn and join JAS. And it's just it's it's too convoluted of a story. It doesn't quite work, the pieces don't fit together, and that's really what has deterred this match. I'm sure again I'm sure it's gonna be a good match. I feel like their first match was good, so again, it's not that good. It's just you know in a company that doesn't tell stories, this story is just too convoluted. Maybe if they told more stories, they would have a better sense of how to do storytelling. but you know they're just having a tough time with this one guys. I think you know maybe we should give them a pass because of that. you know one story out of out of none, you know you gotta give they they don't do this all the time. It's just they gotta figure out the storytelling you know.
1: I think the extra and dreading match was a mistake.
0: Do it for him. Us? <laughs> the people I, at large. I, I don't think
1: making him a guy was needed at this time because I think he's still very raw as a overall guy. Like, he's not Parker Bordeaux raw, but he's he's raw. Um, you know, he can do the all fly high flying stuff. If he's good at that, sure. Sure, you can toss, you can toss him in a ladder match or multi man. He's gonna shine, sure. Um, but not as well as Commander did. Um, <laughs> but like anytime he cuts a promo or something, I don't care. Like that, that was a spot where you could add Takesh to get a big win, yeah. or someone like that that's clearly ready for that spot. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't think the Andre, like, if Action Andre joins the JS, that's not going to help him at all. In my opinion, I think the JS has nuked Daniel Garcia into the floor after bringing him up because they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't cut the cord on that. They just kept going and going and going and going and going. Um, and the action and dreading stuff is where all this feud comes because yeah. that's where it went to Ricky Starks and so on. Ricky Starks needs to win. I don't know what's next for Ricky Starks after that, but he needs to win. That's, that's about all I could say. Um, Ricky Starks seems like that type of guy that's just going to be stuck in the mud for the foreseeable future. Cause I don't see him winning a title. anytime soon.
0: I, I agree. I think he, I think the hope of this feud was to make Ricky strikes more of a star in terms of like putting him on like a path to get to a championship or world title. But I don't think this has done that. And I agree. I think Jericho storylines and stuff. What's great about them is that you're on TV every week and you get to showcase your stuff and try out and, and work with someone who has a lot of experience who ultimately puts you over at the end of the day. The problem of it all is that, like you said, one point in time, Garcia was red hot. And then they just kept him in JS and he's gotten colder. Starks in that MJF storyline, red hot. And now he's cooled off. Action and Dreddy, red hot that one match. And then he's just continued because he showcased more of his promos and his match stuff. And it's like, mm. oh, okay, this guy is not ready, which is fine. I don't think he needs It's to, fine. I don't think he's he needs young. to be ready. He's young. Yeah, he's not. He's a rookie still. He's only wrestled for like four years. So it's not like he needs to be anything yet, but it's just like, okay, it's Jericho 10 It's putting people over the thing. But at the same time, he has so he's cooled a lot of people's momentum, um, which is, you know, good or bad. You can decide, I guess. Um, I don't Most know. people. Most people, I, I would think say
1: he. I think he even cool. I think he cooled Claudio's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think he. I think he cools pretty much everyone he touches. At these days, I I've been very open on the show. I thought he ruined MJF. I MJF needed that Darby match to get back on track, and then the CM Punk feud, obviously. Um
0: I forgot. I forgot S- how b- dire it was for MJF until that Darby match. Yeah, I'm going to
1: talk about CM Punk a lot today, folks. Just get prepared. um but yeah, this, this match Ricky Starks needs to win. If they do shenanigans and he loses, then gross. Um, this should all be to build up maybe a Ricky Starks TNT title match, whether that's against Samoa Joe or Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, someone someone a he's formerly
0: in the tag team with. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. that
1: That would be a that would be a few that make sense because I think they still have unfinished business, right? They still have a third match. Yep. To tell. Yes. So they it do. almost feels like that's too good to be true for the next pay per view because mm-hmm. you can you you know Powerhouse Hobbs wins and then you can tell that story because uh, Double or Nothing's not that far away. No. Um,
0: too like much which I
1: always forget about. Yeah, it's not it's not a long wait. So yeah, I mean, I think that's the way they should be going with all this is ricky starks then powerhouse Hobbs wins and then that's your kind of your double or nothing match that makes the most sense
0: speaking about cm punk let's talk about the AEW world trio's championship match the elite kenny omega matt jackson and nick jackson uh taking on and defending the titles against the house of black malachi black brody king and buddy matthews now you know you talk about story and all this stuff and this match doesn't have like a whole lot of story uh since it's only been built up in the past like couple weeks with Really no promos on the elite end. Well, no promos on the elite end. And like I got a story one promo for a in House of Black. But this match is going to be great. What's your story for me?
1: House of Black needs to win.
0: Agreed. Agreed. For
1: their sake of their entire faction, they need to win.
0: Yes. So
1: otherwise, everything they do is for nothing. Yes. And the story that comes from that is a certain trio is now free to do stuff. Which, of course, is Mr. Kenny and the Young Bucks. And, I don't know, could lead to something here and there. Mm -hmm. Just maybe a big feud. Maybe a big couple matches. I don't know. But for this match alone, it's going to be great. No worry about that.
0: Yeah. But House Black need the win. I agree. I agree. I think they need the win. And... I, I see what you're saying. You're sort of alluding to the uh, CM Punk FTR of it all. I think at, if that doesn't fall through, I think this story could easily just be for the chase of the titles on the Elite's end, um, hmm. even though they just chased them for seven matches in a row against well, Death you, Triangle.
1: you got to think about it. has been since September that they've been stuck with these titles in all seriousness. Sure, yeah. Because they want them at All Out. Well, actually, no. Before that, they had the tournament yeah. to get there plus all out plus suspension plus coming back plus seven match series like they have had a lot of this despite not being around the whole time so it's okay to move on and uh, a certain tag division could use the young (laughs) bucks
2: that's probably true
0: that's probably true, and yeah, it, I think it's it's something that they need to they need to do. I I think the lack of story for me feels like it's going to be story on the back end after the match. Yeah. That's all. That's I feel like that's what's going to happen. Um, yep. So I I think we'll see what I, I think it's more of a this match is going to be great, and then everything else will unfold after that, and we'll get a better idea after the fact.
1: Yeah. I think there's more story to tell between these two teams because I know there's no rematch clauses, but you never yeah. really well, did any well, singles <laughs> matches between it. Well, there are, and there isn't, but there are. Um, you, you didn't have any singles matches between these guys. You didn't do any of that type of stuff. So there's ways to you know, maybe work this to uh, a Dynamite special if they have one coming up. I can't think of one that they do. But, St. Paddy's Day. You know, like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day Slam, so you could always do that one um you could have the rematch there if you wanted to so that's those are just some ideas those are just some possibilities um for them but i think house of black needs this win they might need this win more than anyone needs to win on this
0: show yeah um saint patrick's day is like the next event thing they also have obviously bat on the belts uh as well that's April. not real <laughs> that is not real you're right um, St. Patrick's Day is also in Winnipeg, so I don't know. Maybe there's a an old Kenny Omega match that needs to be airing in Winnipeg. Uh, maybe it's against Brody. Maybe it's Malachi. Or maybe it's against his clone buddy. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's one of those three. But it lo- it really it's feels like buddy. there's. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's not just that. It's Wednesday after Revolution is Sacramento, California. You know, Young Bucks country of California. Week after that is Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Uh, so who, man, it feels like we're gonna get some matches here. It feels like we're gonna get some matches soon.
1: Yep, yeah, I think uh, I think the black, the house of black,
2: get the win. I agree.
0: Next match here is going to be three way for the AEW Women's World Title: Jamie Hayter, Soraya, and Ruby Soho. This match obviously built around this idea of who, which side is Ruby Soho on? Is it Soraya, the the oh former WWE outsiders uh, coming to the company? Is it Jamie Hayter, a born and bred, raised AEW gal? What, what is, what's going to happen? How, I don't expect this match to be, I don't know. This match, the Soraya end of it, not going to be good. The Soho end could be good. Jamie Hader going to be great. I I do not. I that is that is my range of emotions about this match.
1: This match won't be good. It's going to be an absolute cluster. Jamie Jamie can't save this. Uh, I think Jamie can do a lot of things. She's not going to be able to save this because Soraya is a mess. Yeah. Um, and I have a lot of fear that Soraya may win this belt, which would be bad. <laughs> it would be really bad. It would be like. That would be the ultimate one step forward, ten steps back. It wouldn't even be two steps back. It was like ten.
0: Uh, yeah, I just. At that point, let's just bring back Thunder Rosa. I'd rather just do that. That's so true. Uh,
1: this The thing with this match. If I think. Well, no. I know that Jamie needs to win. Like Jamie needs to win. You don't need to be changing the title here. This isn't even the story. The story isn't about the title.
0: No. This is a so classic WWE story.
1: Yeah, so it kind of stinks. Got a lot of stink to it. And I will lose my mind if Soraya is champion because she doesn't deserve it. She hasn't she doesn't she hasn't done anything to deserve it. I understand she's a ratings draw one week. Congratulations, sir. I'm so happy your match with Sky Blue happened to
0: pop a rating. Uh, guess what? <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, She's been panned left, right, and center. Even the even the uh, owner of the company in press conference saying like, "Oh, well, you know, when asked about how bad Serena's been, essentially, oh, well, you know, that's what happens when uh, you can let them talk whatever they want for the first one." Like o- almost like acknowledging, like, "Yeah, I understand that people didn't like it," <laughs> so, like. Like openly saying that this is not Soraya has not been good in this company. Like, I know we're just
1: working towards blood and guts, obviously. Like that's where this is going. Sure. So why do we have to involve the title? It's there's no reason. I know why the pay per view to sell. I understand that. Well, why couldn't you just have given Jamie a cool match?
0: I don't. Know that's what why people it...
1: are tuning into your pay per view for. They're not tuning in for Sareya. I promise they're not tuning in for Sareya.
0: I don't know why they couldn't have done. Brit versus Soraya versus Soho and then do Hater versus Storm. Yeah. I don't Good understand rematch. why they're gonna do that. Especially when there's no TBS title on the line on this show, and that is the only women's match on the show. Uh I don't understand why we couldn't done the two. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen anyone complain about that on Twitter yet. I don't think they realize that this is the. I movie. looked at. I
1: looked at it. And, well, yeah, it's because like the other one's Jade, and I think everyone's fed up with Jade too. Yeah. So it's like, ah, well, shit. Yeah. God, there's no win-win here. Well, the win-win
0: um, is you do Britt instead of Jamie here, and then do Jamie versus Storm. You know, that's going to be a great match that everyone's going to be excited about. You know, you cut, you cut, move Jericho and Starks to. I mean, I, I get why he's on the pay per view, but you move him to the TV. Do that match there. Maybe do Samojo versus Warlow on TV as well. That you know, you do that and just put in a Hater Storm instead, you know? And instead of do a WWE ass triple threat match for oh that God. is not about the match belt.
1: You know what? I'll just say it now. I was gonna wait till the tag team match, but I'll just say it now. I am sick of all the pay per view matches being multiple people. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely sick of it. Same. This is like wicked WWE. Yeah. This is it's mostly it's worse because you have so many less pay per views. Right like so The last Pay-per-view you were fine You had one-on-one Women's match mm-hmm. and you had a I think you had uh Swerve in our glory and The acclaim so that's fine mm-hmm. The pay-per-view Before that you had the big fatal Four-way for the women Yep um, You had Swerve in your glory and the acclaim So that's fine but My point is is that Having multiple ones of these on one show stinks. Mm-hmm. I don't like having one, and now we're having multiple. Um, I hated it when it, they did it with the world title when they did Omega, Cassidy, and Pack once upon a time. I didn't like that either.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and they just they just keep doing this. And I I get that the Ruby Soho part of this kind of does make it. That's true. But I like your idea better. Just do that and then do Tony, do the rematch, call it a day there. Yeah. But that's not what we're doing. Instead, we have this. It's going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. And I do fear that Soraya is walking out as
0: champion. Soraya has been an active harm to this company. And she feels like she might be winning a title here. Or at least, you know, and I think that maybe that's the thing. This feels like wwe people
1: say CM Punk's a problem.
0: There's there's been maybe that's the problem is that this match is very WWE ass booking to it. And maybe that's why we're like, oh, Soraya is going to win because that's the dumb option. Because, mm. you know, maybe that's true. You know, maybe that's the reason we feel that way is because that's it feels like a WWE match. True. Anyways, let's talk about a match we're actually excited for Texas Death. John Moxley, Adam Page. I This is my most anticipated match of the entire event. All of their matches this past couple months have been great. I have gone four plus stars on every single one of them. Uh, They have been just putting out great work. Their promos, obviously, promos the entire time are great. This last one of Boxley was just out of this world. A fantastic, like, super memorable moment of this guy screaming about this match bloodied out of his mind on the stairwell and just dripping onto the concrete below him. You have Adam page. He's cutting great promos, that great promo about his kid. I'll never forget that one. Um, which I, that didn't even air on television. Now that I think about it, but that was that, you know, that's a shame, but that one was fantastic. Uh, it's just so good. This story, this build of just two guys that just want to kick the crap out of each other has been built so well and their output has been so good in between that, that this match is only going to be great. I am super excited and not just going to be great. It's also John Moxley in a Texas death match. So, you know, he's going to kill it. And it's Adam Page who's done two, I think at this point and won both of them against Lance Archer and Adam Page, his match, Adam Cole. So yeah, it's becoming his match against John Moxley, who we know is a good death match guy. So it's, very excited. Very, very excited about this match. Everything about this match screamed professional wrestling to me. Uh, and I'm super excited. Super excited about this one.
1: It can be AEW's greatest match. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's saying a lot. They've had a lot of great matches, but the way you've told the story, yeah, what we've seen so far in their matches Add in the Texas death aspect, something that plays to both of their strengths and following these great promos. And you're going to have all that emotion while watching this match. That's what matters the most. That's why people say that Hangman and Kenny versus the Young Bucks is their greatest match or, you know, something else. You can go, you can pick whatever you want, but that's, I know that's a favorite. So I'll say that that's because there was story behind it. Well, this has all the story behind it. It has the perfect match stipulation. You just need to tell the story right. And that's what they do, is that these two are very good at telling the story. Hangman Adam Page, by the way, he's back to being that top babyface. He couldn't be more back to being it. Ah, uh, he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's this just entire he's just season. slightly
0: different. He's just is it still top babyface? It's just slightly changed he, in terms of style.
1: He has the tick now, too. That I think you wanted to see when he was champion.
0: Better than the tick, he's got the dog.
1: He he sure does have the dog, and maybe he's out there something to prove. You know, his name's getting tossed around a lot in stories these days. Has been for months and. He's been good. He's been quiet. He just keeps trucking forward because that's who Adam Hangman Page is. So what's the best way to shut people up? You go out there, you put on one hell of a match. That's something he does really well. Um, Job Moxley does really well. I legitimately think this hit. Not only do I think and think this will be the match of the night, I think it can be AEW's match of the year, no question. And I think it can be much more than that, depending how far they're willing to go. Um, I I can't wait. I'd give them I'd give them 25 minutes of just beating the ever-living crap out of each other. Yeah. And just let the and I would do it early when the crowd's red hot. I wouldn't wait too long. You don't want this match near that 60-minute Iron Man match.
0: No. It you don't want it in the 60-minute one, but you also don't want it like necessarily in the lull it could work in getting out of the lull of the pay-per-view which you know there's so many
1: matches that are lulls that i don't think they have to worry
0: yeah no what i'm saying like the the issue of that is like you want it to be the match that gets you out of the lull in case of like the match the crowd's not super into it but you're waking up the crowd to get into the last half of the show just kick the show off with it yeah i don't see why not
1: it's either this or the elite match i think
0: i agree i think I, i could see them opening up with the elite Especially if it's this is
1: a little too bloody. Maybe you don't want to start off with that's true. Yeah, that'd be eight
0: eight PM bloody, you know? I guess Yeah,
1: and you gotta reset the rings and stuff that you just set up. Maybe Mm -hmm. you wanna wait a little longer. Mm -hmm. Um, but it should be absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait for that.
0: Yeah, this is my I'm super excited about this. I cannot wait. I almost
1: forget that they've already had so many matches.
0: They've had three already, and all of them have been fantastic. This there's no reason this won't be great. TNT title match Samojo versus Wardlow. Um I the the problem with this <laughs> match is I'm it's cold. You don't give a shit about Wardlow. I don't I he cooled off immensely. I don't like the haircut. Uh, oh, it's bad. It's I don't, bad. It look, makes his his head looks weird now. And I I'm watching this match and I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh, can't wait for that Hobbs match." <laughs> You know, like that's what I'm excited yeah. for. It's, I, it, I, it feels like, I don't know, like I, I, I prefer the to, I, I would rather not watch this match and just skip to Wednesday night dynamite and see the Hobbs match versus whoever it's going to be.
1: I, I watch this match. I say, man, did Darby come back? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they told a good story, right, with the Wardlow thing in the back and the segment about how he took what he had left of his dad or whatever, and yada, yada, yada. That was great. Cool. That was a good It was great. Head. It was great. It gave the match purpose. It made me more interested in the match than I was going to be. But it's still a pretty dull match. Um, you don't have wardlow win this i'll tell you that because powerhouse Hobbs is waiting on the other side and if you do that then powerhouse Hobbs isn't winning and that would be stupid mm-hmm. um you have to really rebuild wardlow i don't know how you do that but giving him this title will just hurt him i think more than anything
0: because it will also uh, think- signify him as a transitional champion Yeah, unless he just beats
1: powerhouse Hobbs, which I won't, which (laughs) would be again bad. Yeah, Um, I think Hobbs has made himself red hot. Yeah, at least he's built himself back up. At least. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, Joe wins here. We move to Hobbs. Hobbs gets the belt, and Hobbs finally gets the run.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, and Joe's been good, you know, for the most part. It's just the Wardlow of it all. That isn't as good. Um, four way tag team match for the AEW World. Joe's a-
1: also a champion of another show, so
0: that's also true. You, I I think no matter what, Joe is going to no longer have the title at some point. It's just versus Wardlow or versus Hobbs. I think that's the question. Yeah. Uh, four way for the AEW World Tag Team Title match. Uh, I know you're excited about this one. Uh, the Guns Austin and Colton Gun versus the Acclaimed who are doing a rematch clause. Uh, versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. I understand. I'll start first because I know what you're gonna say. I understand the idea of it not being great a match on paper, and I agree. And I think part of it. And I wonder. I was thinking about this all week. That I was like, I wonder how much of this bad match is because we had two shitty battle royals. You know, like if if those matches were better or they were just different different tag Battle matches. Royals
1: are bad. AW does Battle Royals really bad.
0: Not all the time. They've had good ones in the past.
1: But they've, they've done so many that most of them are bad.
0: They've they've gotten to the point now where it's like I can tell you which ones are good and which ones are bad. They, they, <sighs> These both were bad. Them. And both of them were they bad.
1: ruined their casino gimmick this week. So that was that frustrating.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think the Kingdom were supposed to be the Jokers. <laughs> that was supposed to be the big surprise.
1: That would have been fine. Yeah. Though they announced them beforehand, so True. <laughs> they just did a Royal Rumble gimmick. Oh, that's so bad. But yeah, um, I,
0: I I this match, not good on paper. I, I I understand that there there is story applying to all of this. All four <laughs> of these teams have had interactions before. And I've been feuding with with each other before. And that's good. Hey, we're doing story. You can't yell at them for doing story. (laughs) But uh, you can yell at them for not putting a a great match together. And, Scotty, I'll give you that floor now.
1: Yeah, the Fatal 4-Way Tag on Rampage had story. They all interacted with each other in the Battle Royale. So by default, they also had a story. This match sucks. There is nothing redeeming about this except for Jeff Jarrett. And if that's what you're doing With a tag title match You've messed up Uh, I don't give a shit about the guns We know they're transitional champions We do You're not giving them a long reign You're just having them hold the belts long enough Until someone's ready to come back The acclaimed I don't care about them anymore I'm done I'm done with the daddy ass stuff I'm over it Been over it Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, I've seen them lose a hundred times, so I don't even know why they're in. I know they won the Battle Royal, but I've seen them lose title matches now twice. Why, why are we doing it a third time? Dan Howes and Orange Cassidy, get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't stand these two. And I can't stand even more that you had a Battle Royal that had the Kingdom, that had Aussie Open, mm-hmm. that had Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. that had... Roosh and even Preston Vance. I think Preston Vance stinks, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Roosh is still good. Yep. Um. You had all these teams, and you went with these two.
0: Amazing. After Orange Cassidy
1: wrestled earlier in the night.
0: A team that, even though they're in the same group together, in that night were a makeshift tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not planning on being in the Battle Royal until This that night.
1: has... So much WWE stink on it. It's not even funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially the makeshift team. Yes. This is the WWE WrestleMania. We need to have a tag title match on our show. And here's a bunch of teams. We'll just put them all in there and we'll see what they do. Sure. Maybe this year's WrestleMania will be different, but every other WrestleMania isn't. I literally could look up what the... Tag team title match was last year, and I'm probably you know what I'm going to now. I'm angry. What was WrestleMania 38? Uh, 38? Yeah, I think
0: 38?
1: so. Yeah, yeah. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Let me let me let me cook. Give me a sec. I'm gonna last say, year totally was gonna... no. I got it. I got it. I got oh, it. Got it. RK Bro defeated the Street Profits and Alpha Academy yeah. in a triple threat match. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> And you know what the other tag title match was? The Usos defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs.
0: Oh, that was a match where Rick Boogs got super injured. Yeah. yeah he did. He's but my point is com- just now coming back to wrestling.
1: The problem is there's no great tag team here in terms of in-ring prowess. The acclaimed are good. Yeah. But I don't think they're I don't think they're, I don't think they're know, great. The young bucks, FTR. They're not them. Right?
0: I, thinking, I don't want
1: anyone to win this match.
0: I want Jeff Jarrett and Jay, Jay Lee to win.
1: That's a problem, though. <laughs> That's the problem. Agreed. You want the you want the other heels to win the belts.
0: Yes, they're the most entertaining of the group. Yeah,
1: right now. Sure, whatever. Sure, Get, go crazy. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't like any of this. I don't like it. I don't want to watch it. The fact that I'm I'm gonna have to watch it. I have to reveal it hours later. But, like, this is the ultimate piss break. Yeah. I wish the best friends were in this, because if they
0: won, I'd be fine. It would make more sense to me, but I understand that we had to beat them up and take them out.
1: If they were the the team you were doing the guns run for, that would be fine. They've done their time. Give them a title run. Give them a token title run. Go crazy.
0: Best friends would also have a lot of fans interested in, that match, and also, yeah. I would love, and Trent would be the workhorse of the match.
1: I was going to say, Trent would be the best person in the match, by far.
0: Chucky T, and inter, any interaction between Chucky T and Jeff Jarrett would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but instead, <laughs> yeah. we have the guns, the acclaimed Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Like, my hope is that the whole thing is someone gets beat down in the back. That's my yeah. hope. I hope that's a, and it ends up being FTR that did it, to get in. Mm-hmm. I want the ultimate WWE stake <laughs> of the smoke and mirrors now.
0: <laughs> I need, to I it, need something to save it. me. The, you know one of the reasons why the acclaimed, can I do the hot take here? Because we don't talk about AEW that much. Um, well, that's
1: that's not my fault. That's true.
0: Um, I didn't like the acclaimed title reign because either. I feel like the acclaimed our gimmick feel too wwe they're mostly a gimmick and mostly an entrance they are great wrestlers but they're mostly they're they are more the two things and their reign of all these like promos of like the the walk of hall of you know a walk of fame hand butt signing thing and the celebrations and birthday celebrations all this stuff felt very wwe to me and i walked away watching them being like you know AEW's made a great tag team here, but the acclaimed are just better suited for WWE, I think. I think think if they went to WWE, they would be all-timers in that company, legitimately. I don't.
1: (laughs) I I think they'd be (laughs) fine. I think it'd be they would be just another tag team because they don't care about tag team wrestling. In WWE. Well, that's so, true.
0: That, that awesome. so I
1: think that's the main problem there. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying you cool got, matches. you got
0: the, you got a better rapper than Enzo Amore and they're, and that was super over and a better team than Enzo More and you. big cast. I get you. Yeah. You got, you got, you. you got something there.
1: Yeah. I just, I didn't like the rain either. I've said it week after week. I was done with it. And then they gave the belts to the guns. Um <sighs> My problem is that this was this is supposed to be the best tag team division in the world. Correct, it is the best tag team division in the world. But you have none of the teams that make it that in the match. You don't have the Lucha Bros. Uh, we have the Lucha Bros. on the card. We just don't have them in the match.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, like it's the, it's things like that. Yeah, and it just and, and this is how the title's been for months. It's been this way since Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus were champions,
0: and that, wasn't that a was a year was, ago. Yeah, that wasn't like a stupendous reign,
1: right? The Young Bucks had him for two seconds to get him onto Swerve and Our Glory. I thought Swerve and Our Glory did a good job, but they didn't get real challengers. They lost the belt immediately to the acclaimed, pretty yeah. much. Their challengers were Tony Neese and Shithead McGee over there, Josh Woods. Yeah, that's what their challengers were. That's the problem the best tag team division in the world isn't allowed to be the best tag team division in the world. The best tag team in AEW last year didn't touch the titles once. They didn't even have a tag title match. Maybe we get to the lucha bros way upon once upon a time at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But we don't count that. I yeah. forgot the lucha bros even had the titles until
0: now. <laughs> I did too. <laughs>
1: so, that's my problem. They need to just get the tag division back on track. I'm not saying you just gotta hot shot the belts to the young bucks. No. But I am saying you gotta hot shot the belts to the FTR.
0: (laughs) It it feels like one of those matches where like here's a bunch of like our homegrown stuff and people that the bookers really like but they haven't reached like star levels yet. Like it's like when like a you know when a I think about this, you know, and, and late stage Triple H NXT, obviously pushing Kyle O'Reilly to be like a next world champion. Yeah. In the time I was like, I don't think Kyle Riley is like a big star to become like world champion or whatever, but like everything in the promotion, like makes sense and is guiding you to that thought of him being world champion. You're like, well, yeah, I get why you think that and why we're going this direction, but it doesn't feel right to me. This is what it, mm. the this is what the acclaimed the Gun Club. It's like I get why they're being pushed. I get why they're important to this company, but they don't feel like stars. Versus like mm. other people on this roster, like the Young Bucks, who have had the titles before. And I get maybe why they're against it. And we're, we're building up the Trios division, like the Lucha Bros, who are just coming off of Trios title reign. You know, maybe maybe that's why they're out of it. And just all these other, but like a bunch of other teams, FTR, who are again awesome. And maybe that's part of it is that they're down stars and they're they're outside of the booking cycle. We they had to do other stuff while we needed something in the tag division, so we did the acclaim because they were hot. But they, (sighs) it's been too long and it hasn't been working too much. And it's just, I'm I'm not into this. I'm not into this. It's not working.
1: I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I would have liked if Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia were in this match.
0: That would be good too.
1: And I don't even like Sammy Guevara, but I can sit here and admit that Top Flight should have been in this match. They're a team that's gaining fans and they've had a good year so far and they're not in the match. Like they have teams that are healthy and ready to go. I saw them all in the Battle Royals the past two weeks. We just didn't use them.
0: Yeah. And but and that's the other thing we should say. They didn't use them because they want a story, right? They went. They went with the story pick of all the story we, these, that
1: they put together in the past week.
0: Yes. No. 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 These teams have all been feuding for in different variations the for best months. Best friends
1: now. have been feuding with everyone.
0: Not everyone. They've been feuding with. They did feud with the acclaimed, I believe, at one point. They also feuded with uh, the uh, uh, Jarrett and Lethal for the past month or two. Um. Uh, it all stinks. Not I should say the best friends have not really. I mean, really, it's just Orange Cassidy. it's just the best friends at this point. Um Ugh. But yeah, no, they they've been feuding with Jeff Jerry and G. Lethal at, at, at times. Uh and obviously now they have a little bit of beef with specifically the gun club, um, for taking out Chucky T and uh Trenty Boy. Um so they're they're going for story. They didn't go with a Ugh. banger of a match because they went with story. Do we fault them for that? Well, to me, the story doesn't quite click for me. I get why, again, I get why you're doing this. It makes sense that you're doing this. I'm okay with you doing a story for the match, but it, it doesn't, it's not clicking. It's not clicking. The
1: one time they go with the freaking story, it's the worst possible story to go with. Oh my God. Should have just did, st- I know Darby's gone and busy doing a stupid show, but Sting and Darby would have been perfect to win these belts. I agree. Let's keep
0: uh, let's keep moving because we don't have a lot of time and we're still on the first topic. MJF versus Brian Danielson, uh, AEW Iron Man match here. Uh, I mean, we already sort of talked about it. This match is going to be fantastic. This match is going to be great. Brian Danielson is going to be great. I match.
1: actually need to say, I'm a little nervous.
0: Really, what are you nervous about?
1: Brian Danielson's pay per view matches are weird.
2: They are weird. They, <laughs> they are never
1: weird. are. As good as they should be. Mm-hmm. His TV matches are. They're all. They're almost always. Way too good to be on TV. So that's like. The little thing hanging in the back of my mind. It's like well. Maybe I, like, I should be a little
0: careful. I like how you're worried <laughs> about Brian Danielson and not MJF. It, it, well I am worried about
1: MJF. It, it's not that I'm worried about Brian Danielson. I'm just worried about like this weird thing. That's happening with his pay-per-view matches. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not him. It's just it's just something going on with them. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because he's out here having a wrestler of the year year and I'm sure he's going to have a great match here. It's just like, eh, keep this in mind. I am worried about MJF. I, uh, not because I don't think he can do it. Yeah. I just, I'm a little concerned how much he leans on heel stuff. Sure.
0: Um, I would just want this match to be an extension of the Darby match. Yeah, pretty much. Like just make it great and, wrestling. Yeah. And then at the very last second, MJF does some dastardly thing and gets a win. Yeah. Or he can just lose. Dude, this is a pay per view. Brian Danielson's not gonna win.
1: No, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> I it it would be
1: nice it would be it would be a fun it'd be a fun twist if Brian Danielson randomly won. Agreed.
0: <laughs> I can agree to that. I think that means That'd that's the concern for me in this match is how does the finish work, and will the finish upset Aew fans for having Brian Danielson lose? I think that's where I'm more concerned.
1: They have to have a big angle at the end of this, right because this is so predictable you know like yeah. how many how many people actually think mJFs lose?
0: I feel like there's a lot of people wanting Brian Danielson to win, but I don't sure. think there's a lot of people thinking he MJF will lose.
1: People always want Brian Danielson to win, though. Like sure. that's just that's literally just Brian Danielson's career. Sure. So like, it's got to be something.
0: It's got to be something. It's got to be some sort of angle. I, if only there was like a guy that was healthy, that maybe was available, that maybe, you know, Day White. <laughs> yeah, baby. Now we're talking. The catalyst of professional wrestling. We know he's out of New Japan now, so now we got to see him and old old Jamie all showing up at Revolution. Maybe he's the major announcement.
1: I'd be very happy if Jay White walked through the door to, uh, tomorrow. I'd be very happy. Me too. It would make my, it would make me jump with joy Same. because I think Jay White would be so good at AEW um though MJF might be a little scared cuz then he's no longer the best heel. Um <laughs> well, but, you know, they they
0: could use another top heel like that.
1: They could. They could. Um uh, wasn't Adam Cole's match originally supposed to be on the show? I know it's All Access now. But wasn't it originally supposed to be Revolution?
0: It was originally supposed to be Revolution and then they instead tied it up with All Access to do that instead.
1: Yeah, it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how him wrestling on that night is going to make people watch all access. I don't think that would change anything. I think people are going to watch all access because they're going to be interested no matter what.
0: Yeah. And I think if you're going to promote all access through Adam Cole, then you probably need him to have like a good storyline to like kind of build <laughs> interest in all access. And if yeah. only there was a guy that was in the match that got him concussed in the first place, mm, man, we're not yep. going
1: to get Jay, are we? <laughs> Jay White. We're not going to get him, but, uh,
0: it would make sense. It'd be nice. It It'd be nice. nice
1: to think, but when we get CM Punk, yep, <laughs> we're cooking in the kitchen. We're cooking with gas. Yeah, we're cooking with gasoline because CM Punk. My God, he's coming back.
0: <laughs> I want
1: wink, 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 nudge, nudge. I couldn't give you a bigger wink, wink, nudge, nudge, people. If I could try.
0: Yeah, and it's not like he isn't winking. It's just his eyes are so wide open from being awake for twenty four hours. Yeah, I gotta, I
1: gotta keep him open. Or we're doomed. I gotta keep him wide <laughs> The moment open, he closes them,
0: <laughs> he's, he's asleep. So I can't,
1: I can't do it. But uh even one yeah. eye, it doesn't work. Yeah, if Cult of Personality hits on Sunday, AEW's fixed.
0: If, if Cult of Personality opens on Sunday, then that's how we're opening our uh Patreon live preview following the show.
1: Live review. Not live review. No, well, we're gonna we, do. Pre- we we just, preview to show. We just we just did the preview.
0: No, we're gonna do a live preview of Dynamite after the show of Revolution. Oh,
1: nice, nice, nice. So nice. probably have actually he'll probably have the entire card announced by the end of that pay per view. So you're probably. probably right.
0: But yeah, uh, we're gonna do that. That is uh, on the one dollar tier. Uh, that's what we always do. Live uh, reviews of uh, Revolution of the AEW pay per views on our one dollar tier of Patreon.com uh slash count out pod so go check that out subscribe today all you need to do is be on the one dollar tier that's one dollar and you can hear our thoughts on this show and that's the only place where it's going to be that's where it's going to live so go check that out for a dollar Yes.
1: you can see our reac- reactions at live time it's hear- more fun than the the podcast feed
0: yeah it's it's more fun we got a blast we have a blast and a half and two more and half. Oh, please
1: listen to that too
0: Yeah, we'll listen to everything. We'd appreciate it. Listen to everything. Um, Let's move on. We got not a lot of time, so we're going to blast through here. New Japan Cup was announced. Uh, New Japan Cup was officially announced and is starting this Sunday as well. You're going to wake up Sunday morning to New Japan Cup, baby. Uh, we got several matches already set in store, so we'll do our typical thing of going through the bracket and making our predictions of who we think is going to win this year's I, new japan Bushi. cup and thankfully smaller grouping this year way smaller than last year which is like 64 32 something insane like that uh um, yeah it was big it was big last year big last year so let's let's get into it i think, I think. so much
1: going on how am i supposed to keep track
0: yeah, there's a, a lot going on, but uh, let's let's get into it, Scotty. So, of course, New Japan Cup, like we said, starts this Sunday on 3-5. There'll be two matches on 3-5, um, and it's going to be Sonata versus Taichi and Tetsuya Naito versus El Phantasmo. So we're going to start there. You said so
1: Desperado, didn't you?
0: Uh, I would have loved for it to be El Desperado, but it's El Phantasmo <laughs> instead um so there we go that is the match what do you think what are we thinking how are we feeling about these two matches and who do we think are going to win here scotty
1: well i'm professional folks i got a whole bracket filled out
0: all right i'm trying to do my life and figure out how to do this fucking kona
1: bushi was not selected damn as he was last year i would have been right you would have been right he couldn't compete so we'll never know um I don't know why, but Ryan's face just zoomed in so much. <laughs> <It's good>. Hello! <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what you did, but
0: I hated that. I that was I terrible. Wanna. I clicked on the wrong button, and I and it zoomed in my camera. <laughs> I don't know how terrifying. to undo it at this point. I wonder if I click well, the button, it zooms it again. I don't want to do that. This is a professional podcast, okay. Um so I'm I'm gonna.
1: So, I, so it's not a tai chi; it's one of the toughest ones because you know they're both. They're both down on their luck. They're both kind of stinking it up, but you know Sonata starts to heat up after a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna pick Sonata, and then Naito and Phantasmo. I don't know. I know Bull Club. You know Bull Club is not fine. They need a leader. Probably gonna eventually be El Phantasmo. but this is Tetsu and Naito, folks. Yeah. I don't think Tetsuya Naito is just gonna lose to El Phantasmo. So, there was there's not been enough build up for El Phantasmo to get that win.
0: So who are your two picks? It's uh Naito. Inada. Sonata. and Naito. Yeah. Interesting. Are you picking the complete opposite? Yep. <laughs> I'm going with Taiji uh, over Sonata. Uh, you gotta you gotta push two just four guys. Obviously, there's four
1: guys. Just 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 four guys
0: there's also who the winner of that match will be facing kenta on 311 and by the way kenta this will be the first time i believe the new japan strong title will be in japan if i'm not mistaken through kenta so you have someone possibly who could be a challenger for the strong title maybe it's taichi who's leaning into more of that sort of road gimmick uh maybe? i think you
1: put a lot of stock into a title that i don't think they put that much stock into
0: that's fair and then naito Fantasma. i think with jay white gone they and they've been obviously wanting to push El Fantasma for a little bit they obviously bumped him up from junior to heavyweight and sort of feuding with shingo there um i think i think this is the moment big shock win over naito that's the upset win of the tournament and they love doing that especially night one I think it's being given it to El Phantasmo because they're trying to establish a new Bullet Club possible leader guy. I think that's the gimmick. Bullet. 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 bullet um, Club. Let's move right down to the next uh, section of this bracket. We got Ren Rita versus Evil on 3-8. The winner of that will face Jeff Cobb. And we have Toriano versus Mark Davis. Everyone's excited about that one. Uh, versus the winner of that will be facing Will Ospreay. So what do you think about those is- first two matches?
1: <laughs> evil baby all the way you know <laughs> it's gotta be evil, baby. <laughs> my guy um and then mark davis because i really want to see mark davis versus will osprey you know we probably won't because new japan stinks and they actually don't they actually aren't back but you know what i want to see will osprey and mark davis so i'm going to use my heart here i'm never picking toriano that guy stinks <laughs>
0: I'm also going Mark Davis. I would rather, much rather see that match. I think the problem with that is that that would match, help. that match is more about me being like, I just don't want to see Yano. <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> just don't
1: want to see Ono. Osprey match wasted on Toriano.
0: Yeah, it, it's. I mean, will they do Empire versus one another? I don't know. They could do
1: it twice. They could do it twice. Racket. That's,
0: that is true. And this uh yeah, it would have to it would have to go all the way to the finish, but uh I don't know. I, well, I no, know just...
1: because Jeff is on the other side.
0: Oh, you're right. Jeff Cobb is on this side, the same side of this. Uh yeah, they could do that. That would be wild. I don't I'm
1: doing the thing. I think this is how they do it. I never actually paid attention. Yeah, that's how they do
0: it. I'm picking Mark Davis, and I am going to pick let's do renderita. Let's give him a win. Let's give old Ren, Rennarita baby over. Rennarita. Why not? Uh, uh, on the other side, we have Yoshihashi versus Kyle Fletcher. One half of the... Uh, Yoshihashi being one half of the tag team champions. at this. Well, not at this point in time, potentially. <laughs> Should be noted. By three ten, he may or may not be the champion because the anniversary event is 3-6. So, <laughs> so we'll see. But potentially, Yoshihashi... Uh, one half of the tag team champions against Kyle Fletcher. The winner of that will face the other half of the tag team champions of Hiroki Goto. Uh, then you also have Shingo Takagi versus Aaron Hernandez. The winner of that will face Tama Tonga. So who are you thinking?
1: There's no shower doing a Bishamon singles match. <laughs> 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 Not a chance in hell. And I also think Kyle Fletcher I would like to see as a singles guy. So
0: Yeah, I think Kyle Fletcher's an easy one over Yoshihashi, eventual challengers for the tag titles. I think, I guess this this is also our preview for the anniversary event. I think the match was going to be great with Okada and Tanahashi versus Yoshihashi and Goto, but I think Yoshihashi and Goto are going to walk away with the winners of that. And I think- this, I don't. Really? You're going to think they're going to lose the titles at that event?
1: They made Shota Umino and R- Ren match against Tanahashi and Okada.
0: Oh, they did do that. That,
1: that was, that. That was for a reason. Yeah, they're going to get crazy. No, they're, they're, they're going to get crazy. They're going to get crazy. You know why? Because I think Gato's got that dog in him this year.
0: With Jay White gone, the leash is unchained. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is everyone's favorite movie, Gato Unchained. Uh... <laughs> That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I, I think they're actually going to lose because Goto can't beat Tanahashi and Okada. Nuh-uh. Yeah, Not he's, got,
0: he's got the help of Yoshihashi. That's true. That is a good deal.
1: Yoshihashi, as I called on my podcast this week, Saida. How dare you? <laughs> They're the same person.
0: Uh, I think Kyle uh, Fletcher is going to win, and I think Shingo will beat Hanare.
1: <laughs> Shingo better beat Hanare. Or we're going to have some problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's move on to the next bracket. There, it's three six here. Uh, David Finley versus Tomihiro Ishii. These are the matches that'll be happening at the anniversary event. David Finley versus Ishii. And then Shota Umino versus Yudro Takahashi.
1: Well, David Finley's getting a push. So David Finley. That's an easy one. And, and yes. Shooter's getting a push. So Shooter. And
0: he face Yudro. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy peasy one right there. Uh, moving on to the, the buy part of the bracket. Uh, on my end, I have Taichi versus Kenta. And you have Sonata versus Kenta. Who do you have moving
1: on we keep sonata rolling keep not
0: a rolling i'm gonna if, have... listen if if
1: gato had full dog kenta would be rolling through this like a noah foe. but that's not gonna happen so.
0: he's got he's got that bite kenta's got that bite <laughs> i'm going i'm gonna go say tight wins
1: yeah so we're, we're picking this we just both think kenta's gonna lose poor guy
0: yeah um Kent is to it. Uh and that can create a challenge for our title. Um uh, I have sure. El Phantasma versus Chase Owens, everyone's excited about that, and naito and you have naito versus Chase Owens, everyone's excited yeah.
1: about that. naito wins.
0: And I have <laughs> El Phantasma winning. <laughs> I'm not okay. having Chase Owens, <laughs> I'm not sure having Chase Owens win this one. Um Maybe that's the moment in my in my situation. We're building up new Bullet Club leader. Maybe that's the moment where Chase Owens g- does the actual gimmick where he allows El Fantasma to buy essentially, and actually allows him to get pinned. Maybe that's they finally do the gimmick. They pay it off. Years of oh lay down for me, and then oh they lay down, but oh last second, no, I can't do it. I have to win. And they actually have a match. Maybe this is the year they finally do it. Um, other side of the bracket, we have. Uh, 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 I have Ren Narita versus Jeff Cobb. You have Evil versus Jeff Cobb. Who's winning this one?
1: I like your match a lot better.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm picking Jeff Cobb. I'm just going Fully United Empire. I'm going crazy over here. I'm just having myself a tie.
0: I am also going to go Jeff Cobb. I...
1: Oh, so we're, you're going Fully United Empire <laughs> with me too.
0: Yeah, baby! <laughs> we're, we're turning from an Evil podcast into a UE podcast.
1: I got to redo our work.
0: Sorry, Jeff Cobb over Renarita. and maybe that can play into maybe like a trios tag title challenge. Maybe, sure. Um
2: elevate, it, ele, elevate me to the sky. Whoa.
0: Speaking of, I have you and I both have Osprey versus Mark Davis. Yeah, Osprey's beating Mark Davis. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, moving on. Why are we even doing that? <laughs> Moving on. Goto versus <laughs> Kyle Fletcher. Godo wins. Go to Um,
1: I can't get that. I can't get that on dispute era. Ha- on dispute era, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do they call United Empire? Yeah, U E. They were both U E. Leave me alone. <laughs> Man, whatever the fuck is the thing about? I I
0: am gonna say, I am gonna say Kyle Fletcher wins. Cause I'm All right. Cause I'm crazy. Uh, I'm gonna say Kyle Fletcher wins just so that he beats both. Uh, champion or both sides of the champions sure sure sure, sure. in my cool. scenario cool, 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 cool. and that way you know we're, we're challenging for the titles because I also don't want because the other scenario is someone beating Goto while he's champion and I don't want that to make like another challenger down the line I guess you could do that maybe that's the idea
1: all right well I have Shingo Takagi beating Tamatanga because that makes a never open way title
0: match uh, that would make a never open way title match you're right yep I have the same thing uh, also, just Shingo should win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, then we had David Finley. I think both of us had David Finley versus Great Khan.
1: Yeah, Great Khan's a geek. That one's David well. Finley
0: I don't goes. know. That one's a little tough. Great Khan, the, sort of a favorite.
1: Nah, Great Khan's a threat, dude. Stakes.
0: There we go. I, I, well, I, I, I'm trying to argue for Great Khan, but I'm ultimately picking David Finley to win this one. David
1: Finley's getting a push. He's
0: getting a push, baby. We got some pushes. Got some pushes coming in. Um and we got Shoto Umino versus Zack Saber Jr. Shooter baby. Ooh, I'm going I'm going ZSJ.
1: Nah, this is the shooter tournament, baby. Feel uh, it.
0: You're feeling your bones.
1: I've been told by unnamed sources.
0: Ooh. Gato? Jotto. Yes. Yes. Uh, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> Man, I got him on speed dial, actually.
0: <laughs> um, all
2: right.
0: So um, all right. Let us do the next one. That is going to be. Uh, I have Taichi versus El Phantasmo, and you have Sonata versus Naito.
1: I'll pick Naito. L-I-J match over here. Naito. Naito, Naito.
0: I am gonna go El Fantas over Teich. Oh, El Fantasma Final Four. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh,
1: oh, the Let's New see. Japan Cup's ruined. Fuck.
0: Um, yeah. uh you and I both have Jeff Cobb, I believe. Um, uh, yeah. versus Will Osprey. Oh spray. oh spray. I'm also gonna go Will Ospreay. I think Yeah, of course you are. And then I have and then we'll You're just, no silly goose. We'll finish out this side. I have Osprey versus Phantasmo. Pretty good. And you have Naito versus Osprey. Very good. Ospreay. spray. Uh spray. <laughs> uh I'm gonna have Osprey win. Oh thank God.
1: Well, I thought we were gonna get Phantasmo New Japan Cup win, and I was gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, possible, I guess, but I'm going to say Osprey if they over. really
1: want to push them, they then they could do that.
0: They could do that. Um I'm going to say Osprey over Phantasmo. Um, on the other side, we have uh, I have Fletcher versus Shingo, and I think you have Goto versus Shingo. Yeah, I'm picking Shingo. I'm also picking Shingo. That's an easy peasy one right there. Try to yeah. get the best matches, people. Yeah, you're come welcome. On. Come on. Um And then we got David Finley versus. I have David Finley versus Zach Saber Jr. You have David Finley versus Shota Umino.
2: We're going with the shooter.
0: Big,
1: big shooter push. Big shooter push over there. Listen, if I had my say, I would be right. Let's just say that. That's
0: fair. (laughs) I had Zack Saber Jr. winning that one uh, over over Finley. Uh, So, on my side, I have you Zach Saber. a lot Sabre. of
1: former New Japan Cup winners.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe El Fantasmo. Maybe it is his <laughs> year. If my final four right now is Shingo, Zach Saber Jr., Osprey, and El Fantasmo, maybe it is an El Fantasmo year. Hold on. Hold on. You just might have talked me into giving it to Fantasmo, baby. <laughs> That's. Wild. This man
1: just lost a to Tamatonga and never opened the weight title match, and now he's winning the New Japan Cup.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I got Zack Saber Junior. versus Shingo. Oof, I think I did Shingo Osprey last year as the finals. <laughs> Creative. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: tell me you want to see the match again, okay? My, my
0: bias is coming out. <laughs> Uh, yeah you think so you have Osprey versus well oh, no did we say Shh. Shingo versus Shingo versus Shoda? who do you yeah. got yeah. right so you have Osprey versus Shoda Umino ooh a repeat repeat match yeah. what are you thinking oh you
1: uh, yeah, I went crazy. He's probably gonna get eliminated by Zach Stamper Jr. But you know what? This just—I just got this gut feeling. Let uh, him ride, baby. I
0: think I, I think I, I I'm not I'm not confident in this, and I think I want to change it up. I'm, so
1: I'm, I a, Let me pitch my story here
0: first, real quick. Sure, because I want to. I'm, I'm thinking about this, so it gives me time to think because I want to yeah. So the
1: reason I think this is the final. Is because you get to play to that Will Ospreay Shudo Umino story from Once Upon a Time, right? Red Shoes stops the match. They also face off a historic crossover.
2: Yes. This he is.
1: can't get it done. And you go to the Will Ospreay side. Will Osprey's trying to get to Kazuchika Okada. Mm-hmm. That's, that's his journey. And... He loses to Shota Umino in a shocking loss in the finals. He was that close, mm-hmm. and then in Shota Umino's first ever world title match, he gets mopped across the floor by Kazushika Okada, just to make Osprey go a little more insane. Thinking, "I was that close. I was that close." And I want I I let a guy that got mopped by Okada beat me. Right itself, people. Or Naito can get to the finals, and then you can just have. Show to get the winner back overnight That also is very nice.
0: Plus they have that tag match. Uh they have that tag match uh set up with shooter, shooter and mm. Okada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna change things up. Here we go.
1: Whoa, wait now! Well, I he wrote this in pen.
0: <laughs> Digital pen. I can change it however I want. I'm gonna do actually go all the way back, have Shooter Beat Zach Sabre Jr. So that he can challenge for it. And we'll do finally some young guys challenging for this title. I'm going to have... Then it'll be David Finley versus Shooter. I'm going to have David Finley win. (laughs) Disappointing, Scotty. Uh, And then I'm going to have Finley versus Shingo and have Shingo win. And then do Shingo with Osprey. Again, uh, <laughs> all right,
1: cool. We're both gonna be wrong. Sounds good. And then <laughs> we have yeah.
0: And then we have Shingo versus Osprey. Uh I think uh
1: Shingo literally
0: just yeah, fought. It's gonna be Okada for the belt. Have you watched that yet? Maybe that's nope. maybe that's why I have Shingo going to the finals. Is because I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, you, know, you don't think the match happened? <laughs> I might, yeah, The match hasn't happened yet. Uh, I just don't... He's not going to lose to... Hinare. I mean, he could lose to Hanare. He could lose to Tamatanga. He's not going to lose to Godo or Fletcher. Shingo just makes the most sense in that side. On the other side, it's like... I don't know. I guess he's losing to Finley or Shooter or Zack Sabre Jr.? Sure. I don't know. I'm just going to say Osprey. Why not? New
1: Japan Cup. Complete. Bubble.
0: So I, I have Osprey winning, which I'm pretty sure I did last year. Uh, and... <laughs> And you have your winner being Shooter. So there we go. Those are our bracket are picks. What's that?
1: <laughs> we just talked for two hours and we're not even done.
0: No, we're not done. We've only gone for an hour and 48 recording. So there we oh go, baby. Yeah, we got some more time. And that time, oh God. we're going to talk gone. about Ring of Honor. Let's talk about Ring of Honor. Um, this is more of me like a general, we're not going to go match by match, obviously, but I think it's more of like a general discussion about what we thought about episode one of ring of honor on honor club ring, going real old school. Honor club that, TV. Yeah. Real old school of the ring of honor on HD net days, uh, with that title. Um, so ring of honor obviously happened. What do you think about this? The episode one, how are you feeling? How do you like the look? How'd you like the matches? Just give me your overall thoughts. How are we feeling about this new era of Ring of Honor?
1: I'm excited. First and foremost, I'm excited about the new new Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. That being said, we're going to need to uh, figure out how we do these TV shows. What do you mean? I don't need five AEW Dark matches to fill up a card. I don't. I don't if the card had been Hear me out here Mark Briscoe And Slim J Matt Taven And uh, Mike Bennett versus Carly Bravo and Sean Dean Zack Sabre Jr. Blake Christian Kenoski and Josh Woods Will Nightingale and Lady Frost and the world title match I think that would have been a perfect Episode a perfect Debut episode But but you also have to add in Christopher Daniels and Rohit Raju and Joe Key's LSG and Rex Lawless versus the Embassy and Ari Davari versus Metalik and Madison Rain Sky Blue versus the Renegades. And I love the Renegades. But that part of it was a dark episode, if I've ever seen one. So and and I also think that the show will change dramatically, truthfully, after Supercard of Honor. They're trying to fit in a lot on one show right now, so that's okay. I get it. Um, so I'm not really worried about it right now. I just think less of that dark factor. You're going to have a squash match, obviously. That's that's part of wrestling is having squash matches. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to see competitive matches. You want to see that. Uh, in terms of setup, take me some time to get used to the Universal Studios aspect of it. I think it looks good. I think it feels like Ring of Honor, despite the smaller... Venue, um, rickabani and Caprice, not and they it's like they never missed a day, they're fantastic. Um, I think some more segments isn't a bad idea, you know. Just a, I think they did good at mix, mixing in the talking segments, especially with, of course, the way they ended the show with Eddie, but I think mores or longer ones aren't a bad idea. To kind of fill out the show, I don't need the show to be two hours. I never said I needed the show to be two hours. And again, I think that will change after um, Super Card of Honor because they're just trying to get that card ready. Um, I know what the Super Card of Honor card is, mm-hmm. and it looks great. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it's just like I I want them to. I want Tony to figure it out as time goes on. I know you're trying to set a roster here. You're trying to establish some things, but uh, just keep bringing competitive matches. I don't Like, that is that is what Ring of Honor is all about. Keep bringing competitive matches. Keep bringing these new guys in, new girls. Like, Lady Frost, hell of a debut. Mm-hmm. thought she looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Carly Bravo and Sean Dean were awesome. I never watched them on Dark, um, so I never got to see them. I thought they were great. I think having the random new Japan talents come in is awesome. Yep. Right, like Zach and Blake Christian. You know, they tore down the house. And having Takeshita on the show never a bad thing.
0: Yeah, that was a great match. That that was match of the night right there. Takeshita and Josh. That was Josh.
1: That was Josh's Wood's greatest match ever, and it's not close. Yeah. It wasn't even like a like you know unbelievable match. It was match of the night. I've never seen
0: them have better chemistry of someone. To catch yeah, that. usually he just has bad chemistry. So, yeah, yeah. It, he just nailed it. It just worked so perfectly with Josh Woods there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. I, I, I think the Ring of Honor... Ring of Honor was good. I liked it. I liked a lot of the things. The thing about Ring of Honor right now is that it doesn't quite feel special yet, or like have yeah. a full-on identity yet. The thing we've constantly talked about is... We need to separate the roster, and I have great news for you, Scotty. They haven't yet. Uh, the Ring of Roger, roster page has not been updated. I check every day. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't been updated. Uh, so there's no clear definition about brand and, and who is who and what is what. I, I mean, you know, we had the show, and now Claudio is going to be on AEW, and Wheeler Yuta is going to be on AEW um, for the pay-per-view. So it, it's, it's not clear. It's not defined. I feel like, and I think this is the tough truth we need to have, like, tough conversation. I feel like that if it hasn't been defined at this point, it's not going to be. Yeah. I think that's the tough truth, is it is not going to be a defined roster at this point. It, it, you would have defined it at this point. You're, you're still mixing them up. It, well, I mean, yeah. they're just the champions, I guess, but you're still mixing them up. Um... And maybe that's what you do. You have your champions on AEW, but then that makes it feel like Ring of Honor second rate, which I guess, you know, that's sort of what they're doing as well with the tapings and everything and that lack of television. Uh, I also feel like, uh, so they need to split the rosters. They need, to, they need to do something. They need to have a defined roster because they need to have a full-on identity. They don't feel like new, you know, a Ring of Honor or a special thing to watch. AEW episode one felt special to watch. Uh, Ring of Honor right now just is like this is dark on steroids right this is yeah. this is heavy duty dark this is below Rampage maybe above Rampage but below Rampage in my opinion um, it just needs to figure itself out I've been hearing great things about episode two I've been hearing that it, that slaps incredibly hard so I'm excited to see about that and I do recall AEW's episode two being like way better than episode one. So i I feel like that is a similar pattern they're I was going at for. Episode two, you were at episode two, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard Fun that. Fact. I heard that was fantastic, uh, or I recall that being fantastic. I should say. Um, so yeah, I I think I think Ring of Honor just has to figure itself out yet, and I don't think it has. Um, and I don't know what it's going to take to do that beyond just like defining the rosters. I don't. I don't know what else you're going to do here.
1: I think not having to build a pay-per-view in four weeks would be a good start.
0: That's true. Give it some time to <laughs> give it some time to figure itself out. Marinate.
1: Because because I think what Tony's trying to do is establish a lot at once. Yes. For that pay-per-view mm-hmm. while also trying to say, Oh, these people are gonna be part of the roster. Um it's funny because like this part of the tapings was the tapings I was least excited for from all the stuff that's come out. So that's why I think I'm really excited because I know what's to come. Yes. Um. I don't mean to spoil, but like you know, you have Aussie Open obviously coming up with Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams, which is very exciting. Yep. You have. Uh, Athena will. Yep, you have Athena versus uh, Willow Mm -hmm. You know, you have really exciting matches coming up And and you have the types of prospects I think you wanted to see on the show Like a Billy Starks, for example And people like that, that kind of makes sense So it it seems like And I I think their problem is They were trying out a lot of people on AEW Dark So everyone feels like they're Dark wrestlers Like AEW Dark wrestlers Agreed now you gotta keep them off of those dark shows yes. In my opinion If you want them to be rostered Because I think Carly Bravo and Sean Dean Those those are great adds to this roster I really liked what they showed I agree. Um, like they had a lot of good things It's just a matter of like you said Making an identity Like I think the Renegades should be part of Ring of Honor I think Lady Frost should absolutely be part of Ring of Honor She's never been really part of anything So she actually felt like a new addition Yeah Um it's little things like that. And I, I'm sure they're going to figure it out as time goes on. Um, my biggest pitch was like, if you want a W stars on there, you do it in bunches. I think I said that last week, like yeah. you, s- you got to swap them out. You don't want to have, Oh, we're going to have Claudio for good. And then we're also going to bring in, you know, John Moxley one time off. And you, know, you, you like, you, if have them in a rotation to make them feel like they're part of the roster for a while, mm-hmm. and then they can go back to AEW television. And not just that, done.
0: but when you do that constant rotation of AEW wrestlers, yeah. you can have more exciting matchups yeah. and, you know, the sort of like dream, quote unquote, dream matches. Oh, we've never seen him versus this guy. Well, and, you yeah. know.
1: Well, for example, that's what they're doing with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. It's literally, it's exactly what they're doing. They're literally cycling him out of the AEW world by yeah. him quitting. And he's joining Ring of Honor. Yes. And it's a story that's actually working. Yes. So I'm not saying everyone has to quit, obviously, but it's something like that. Or, you know, say a wrestler's like, I need to challenge myself. I'm going to go to Ring of Honor and I'm going to get myself back on track. And, you know, some people may make think that sounds second rate for Ring of Honor, but listen, this is going to be a development brand Yes. for AEW at the end of the day. And I think that's an okay spot for it because there's a lot of good talent Able to take part, and it gives them real reps rather than AEW dark squash matches.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think, I don't know. This, this should sort of turn into their feeder system. This should sort. This is already Absolutely. feel like their NXT. That's Just, what it should be. <laughs> do we do we still need dark and dark elevation?
1: I'll no question. Do we need it? No, but I guess the first, I don't. I don't think we need both.
0: It's more content.
1: Like personally, I don't think you need to tape dark anymore. Yeah, you can do elevation because that's for the live crowd. Sure, there, but you don't need to do dark anymore now that you're doing these honor club tapings because then you're just gassing out the as as I read, you're kind of gassing out the second hat, the second tapings because you did a dark recording before. It. Mm-hmm. There's no need for AW it.
0: Yeah, I I think the the purpose of it is not, I mean the purpose at that certain point just became like extra reps and trying right. out local talent like yeah that's what elevation is good for because yeah. that's
1: in person because you get jack cartwheel for example yeah at a show and you get titus alexander for example at shows yeah. it's like those are good aw dark is useless
0: yeah it's it, it's it's not necessary i at least if you on like making want... content
1: if you want to do Kenny Omega versus Hagane Haga- Shino, you can put that on Rampage or Dark Elevation. You don't need to put that on. Yeah. People, people that pay to go to your shows, like your premium shows, if you give them a Kenny Omega match before the real show, they're going to be very happy. Yes. Like, there's no reason for Dark anymore. I
2: agree. I
1: think that will help everything. If you get if you just scrap AEW dark, you can scrap elevation and just change the other one back to dark. I don't really care what the name of it is.
0: Sure, or just drop the whole dark brand, just call it elevation.
1: Yeah, uh, I think elevation's better.
0: But you're right. I, I think it's like once if we drop dark, then Ring of Honor will feel more prestigious in a weird way. Like like it's yeah, well, because the the a lot of the stars that are coming from dark. Are going you don't really want to see long. the same
1: building either.
0: That's also true. It's gonna feel the same. Yeah. And it's not going to cut work.
1: And you want you want Ring of Honor to feel a little bit more major league than that.
0: Um all right. Well, we're at the 2-hour mark, Scotty, and we had three more topics to get to. <laughs> uh what are we thinking? What are we thinking? What are we doing? Are we going to keep foraging on? Are we going to do a little Patreon bonus gimmick thing are we are we, we don't have oh, to
1: talk about them all i'm you you i think you know i'm exhausted so i, I you think you let's, let's, I think what you can do is pick what you want to talk about on this show and that's how we'll wrap this up
0: all right well let's just because i liked it more i really i'll just say this real quickly uh we're not gonna talk about stardom because i didn't watch it scotty watched it this morning i'm sure there'll be plenty of scotty's thoughts in stardom coming out on all of his on all of his podcasts yeah you can,
1: you can go find me on those uh
0: uh all-star junior festival i thought was really good but i thought fantastica mania was great so i would love to talk I have, about Mania. yeah
1: let me just say one thing about all-star junior festival kind of lame
0: kind of lame really
1: didn't do much for me
0: really what what about I, it what about it
1: I think it was the fact that you had a lot of cool wrestlers, but you also had a lot of kind of scrubs.
0: Yeah. Um, that
1: kind of ruined matches like Hayata <laughs> <laughs> ruined a really cool match. Yeah. Um, he didn't really ruin it because he wasn't in there a lot. Like it, my, my, pro, my other problem with the new Japan won every match. Well, I um, mean,
0: that was expected.
1: It's just stupid. Um
0: I think he was very i like the
1: idea of a u.s one that they have yeah. I think that's exciting uh because you then you could break CMLL in for those um True. True. It, it's a good idea I just want it to be executed better it's kind of like new Japan versus NOah it's mm-hmm. kind of what I expect is that all right we got the first one down next time it'll be better sure i
0: I feel like it I sort of agree. I, I liked, I liked it. I thought there were a lot of matches that were good. There were some matches I thought were really, really good. There was, it, it was a fun idea. Yeah. I it just, it's like, all right, this was a fun thing to watch, and that's it. I'm, I'm gonna forget about this show. I think that's right. the ultimate thing. We talked about special. We talked about, you know, that sort of idea with Ring of Honor, All Star was good but it's not special it was you know a cool idea there were special moments i love shima coming out and the commentary team going crazy over it uh you know there were moments in there that i really liked it just there it just didn't the whole thing was like all right this was nice this was nice little treat and then move on with my life
1: right like there's the cool moments of like haromu and yamato are in the same match and you barely see them do anything. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like, okay. And they're cool. staring each other uh,
0: down afterwards.
1: Yeah, that was like one of the biggest parts of the match. And I saw them do nothing. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, but oh, thank God I got to see Master Wato and Atsuki a- Aoyagi main event. I, I think that's cool that they gave them a singles main event. Because sure. Atsuki is like, you know, really, really good. And Master Wato's getting there. We've talked about that. Yeah. But it's like, that's not what I'm. Looking for, I'm looking for that to be Hiromu versus Yamato. I know there's politics involved. Guess what? Go to a draw. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Just do the match. Yeah. Yeah. Instead I of teasing these things. You know, Hiromu and Fujita Hayato teased the match and instead they teamed together. I was like, what the f- Why? I wanted to see you guys beat the crap out of each other. I didn't get that either.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so it's like, it's, it's things like that. Like the, the pre show match, I had almost just as much enjoy the pre show match that wasn't announced. Um, I had almost as much enjoyment watching that match than I did any other one because they all just went out there and did the damn thing because there was no big names in it.
0: Yeah. Was the pre-show match the one where they had the, the monkey man and the zombie man? No. What am I thinking?
1: It had yo in it.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. I think that is right. I think uh, I think that's right. What's
1: Are you calling Abe a monkey man?
0: No, I think I'm making. Oh, I'm thinking of the show match, not the yo match. The show match. The oh, show no, match. Oh no, I didn't the mon- watch the show match. The I show match watch. had a monkey man and a zombie man.
1: No, I'm talking about yo.
0: Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, that was. That was. I was like, well, oh, this is good. Good work. I give it a three. Let's see Gen- someone
1: an Abe fly. Yeah. Let's see Fuminori Abe be awesome. Yeah. So. I
0: s- slapped the gentleman's three. I was like, ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on. I mean,
1: it, that's the thing. It was a pre-show, so like, I think. There was some people like Abe is really good. Yeah, wish she was actually on the actual show, but whatever. It, it's a fun idea, but I don't. Uh, the, it, it needs, needs work.
0: I think it, yeah. I think it needs work. And let's talk about something that was perfect. I thought top down was great. Fantastica Mania. I thought this tour was so good. CMLL, CMLL have been kill it. They came over to Japan and they killed it even more. Uh, I thought this entire tour was fantastic. Even before they got to uh, Osaka, even before they got to Tokyo and the Korikan Hall shows, they had some solid matches on there. But once they once they got into that new gear of the Korikan Hall shows and the not the Osaka shows, the uh, Chiba shows. Once they got into that gear of like Chiba and 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 the Korikan Hall shows, ooh baby, ooh baby, fantastic mania. Was so good. Boy, howdy, was this tour fantastic, Scotty. I, 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 it was so good, so good.
1: Mystico is the biggest star, I think, in wrestling. If you watch only this tour (laughs) and nothing else (laughs) ever in wrestling, you would think Mystico is the biggest star in wrestling, and there's no one that's ever been bigger.
2: I don't know, Um, you
0: could say a similar thing of like Ultimo Guerrero. My man's getting like the crowd, he was a big deal, but there was
1: but it helped the mystical main event all the time too it's Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. there was something about how how like he just kept the crowd in it and he felt like the biggest baby face i've ever seen yeah um i mean soberano jr i mean what a what a run he was i think he was the biggest standout for most people
0: fantastic
1: him uh Henchosero, I was going I to bring him up. Awesome. I thought he was awesome. was amazing. He
0: ruled. I I never seen this guy before. Me just either. watched this. I was just like, oh okay, there's another guy, and he was great. His heel Ultimate. work was great. Just yeah. everything I saw in there. Every time, like then I got like more excited. I was like down the tour, I was like making sure I watched his tag matches because yeah. uh, I wanted to see more of him because he was so good. I
1: loved uh, Ultimo Guerrero versus capitan suicida which i wasn't gonna watch and someone told me i had to watch it and i was like all right and then i watched it i was like what the hell was that
0: <laughs> i i was not gonna watch it had no plans it was not on my list at all i like i wrote down what matches i wanted to watch and i was like oh i'll do it yeah. and then i saw you tweet about how great it was and i was like well i gotta watch that watched it slapped the four on it
1: i was like what i was like what the hell where'd this come from i was like ultimo guerrero's out here having this freaking banger of a match with like this brand new guy that just like started to go on tours for them yeah um jr was the guy
0: of the tour he was fantastic uh i love that one show where he came out like a, a flight attendant or came out like a pilot yeah, I was so confused so confused why he was dressed like that. And I was like, I don't care. This guy's fantastic. I think he was the biggest standout. Mystico was great. Alanis Jr. I think was good. He wasn't as great as I wanted him to be. Um, Hechero was fantastic. Ultimo Guerrero I really liked. Uh, that one match with Captain Suicida was fantastic. Uh, Volador Jr. and Templario, I think they had a great singles match. A really great singles match between the two of them on night five um i i thought yeah but overall i think they had like very solid performances this entire time it's not just that it was like oh one guy had a great show or there's one good match it was like like multiple people were having multiple really good to great matches multiple nights it, it yeah. is it was not just oh this is a one match show it's like Oh, no. Watch everything. Watch at least half of these shows. Because especially that latter half of the, the tour, uh, when it really kicked off and they started that tournament, um, which I thought the tournament was really good. Um, it, it was just everything about it. I just love I love the – I think it was the – I don't remember if it was the final. I think it was not the final. I think it was the first-round match with Ultima Grail and Lantis Jr., where it's like – they're not getting along and then they figure it out i just like love those little instances interactions between the two of them just i i really like this match the 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 which one was the six man it was one of the six mans of el desperado in it yeah
1: with doki doki yeah my the one that i love was mystico sabrano jr el desperado templario doki and hechicero
0: yes that one was was so good
1: that one was stellar i was like what where'd this come from uh, you know, this is this is gonna be uh, this was a little the one little upsetting thing I have from this tour.
0: All right, yeah.
1: I wanted Atlantis Junior to shine more.
0: Me too. Me too. I was a little
1: upset with his performance. Me too. Not that he was bad.
0: No. Nope.
1: Just a little lost because everyone there were certain other people that were just going a little uh a little better, and he had the signature match of the tournament. He had the last main event. Yeah. Against Mystico.
0: And it wasn't it wasn't a wet fart was, or anything, but it was, no, it was, it was a good sli- match. It just was wasn't yeah, it was slightly a letdown.
1: It wasn't Teton versus Suburano Junior. It wasn't yeah. It it wasn't Capitan Suicida. Yes,
0: <laughs> like yeah. that's
1: the
2: thing.
0: Yeah, it it just was it was it was it had tough expectations at a certain point because it just yeah. became oh let us have a great tour and then cap it off with a singles match. And I was like, oh, the single matches to be great. This tour has been great all night, all week. And then it was just like, ah, oh, you know, it was still, I gave it like, I think three and a half or something.
2: Yeah. It wasn't bad.
0: Yeah. I gave it like three and a half. So it was like, it's it just, it's just
1: like, I wanted that to be greater yes. because I know what Mystico did the whole tour. Yep. And I know what Atlantis jr. Is capable of.
0: Yep. It just, I, it just, Ooh, Come on, let's just let's just get there. Let's just hit put a little gas like, on it. And I get it, last match of the tour, maybe they were tired, you know. I'm not gonna fully Yeah, really. they had a long
1: tour. It was a long tour.
0: Yeah, it was a very long tour. Uh hell of a time though. A great tour. It um, was
1: exactly what I wanted. Yes. And I was like, Wow, Magic C M L L was this easy to watch.
0: <laughs> well and I mean they're great... fairly easy. They have shows every Tuesday.
1: They're easy. It's just their shows they they air like Yeah. On such a bad delay that I lose track.
0: It's yeah, it's the F shows every Tuesday and then they have like the pay-per-view S shows every Friday, it's, but if yeah. you don't watch those live, you cannot get to it until like a month later. And or you just go to Lucha Blogs uh uh Google Drive and hope he <laughs> hope he has it. He rarely does. Yeah, he he typically <laughs> doesn't have it until months later. But uh, thankfully
1: you can watch them eventually and this year I am making sure to track them all. Yeah, I will go back. Like, like t- yesterday, Soberano Jr. and El Babaro Cavanario had a lightning match. I was like, I'm not missing that when that comes
0: out. No, nope. I'm um, I'm checking that out. There's the I think there was a main event match that had two yeah, uh, six man Rocky tag stuff, right? or something of Rocky on one side and Volador yeah. on the other side, which that rivalry's been great. Like great. Valder I'll, I'll Jr. check that out.
1: Also slightly quiet tour. What's that? Volador Jr. had a quiet tour too.
0: Yeah, closely. still very. But I good expected him quiet. to have
1: a quiet tour because yeah. Rocky wasn't there. I was like, well, he already has something going on. Yes,
0: I I don't understand why they didn't do that. I think they easily could have done that. But <laughs> you would have thought so. Yeah, it make it would make sense. Would make I was sense. a little
1: shocked they didn't do a title match between those two there.
0: I wonder if it got changed. I wonder if they were going to do it on this tour, and yeah, then because of how, make it. of how of how praised the oh, match got. True. And they just they're just like oh let's CMLL is probably like ah let's just make I more money one. let's just make more money off of this Yeah, I keep that one why yeah. not maybe, it's exciting though maybe that was the idea
1: CMLL absolutely putting AAA in the dirt
0: yeah I, I I'm super super excited I'm always looking at the CMLL shows seeing what matches are on there just
1: trying to is AAA Triple H, H is A Triple H. Does even run anymore
0: uh yeah of course they run probably I uh, know but I
1: can't tell you the last time I saw a A show.
0: They, probably Fantastica, not Fantastica Mania, Triple Triple Mania, probably. Uh, they have, I think they announced, yes. So they're doing, <laughs> so they are doing their, of course, their AAA versus NWA, the Worlds of Vampire show today. I know you're excited about that. Of um, course they are. But they, ha- they are doing three Triple Manias again this year.
2: Triple
1: Mania.
0: In April, in June, and in August. I think they announced some match. Oh, yes. That's what it is. So they announced two matches so far for the Triple Mania in and, and, and April 16th. We got Blue Demon Jr. and DMT Azul versus Question Marks and Roosh. All right. You got an old guy on one end, and then you got Roosh on the other. So, all right. Alright, you know, okay, that's fine. And then you also have Psycho Clown and Sam Adonis versus get this, Pentagon Jr. and El Patron Alberto. Dunk Pump Fuck Triple A. Triple A.
1: Not watching AAA. <laughs> <gasps> they don't even, they don't have the one guy I wanna see anymore, so they sent him to the States, and he hasn't went back yet. So
0: <laughs> again,
1: I, I'm watching a GCW show because of him tomorrow.
0: I'm going to a today. GCW show because uh, of yeah. them. they announced him for uh, Atlanta, and I was like, well, when gotta am I going to s- see my Gingo? I, go? <laughs> I got to go see this guy.
1: Yeah, you probably will never see him again. So
0: Yeah, I was like, when am I going to see this guy in person? I got to go I out of my window to check this guy out. Uh, he had a sick
1: match in like Dreamwave a few weeks ago. I don't I, even know what Dreamwave is.
0: I I've never heard of it. I saw that match graphic. I was like, oh, let me do it. And I saw I've been hearing great things about it. I need to go check it out.
1: But yeah, it was lucha in a in like a dorm. <laughs> it was such a building, but it was great. I can't wait because Vikingo doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like oh, there's people here. That's enough.
0: I got to I got to check that out. I got to check that match out.
1: That our show this week. (laughs) That
0: is our show this week. That is our show. Thank you everybody for joining us. Ring post radio again. uh, We greatly think about it, especially everybody that was listening live. I know it was earlier than usual. I appreciate you, Scotty. Thank you so much for joining me and allowing me to do this this early. Um, And then, yeah, and then we'll watch revolution. And then again, we'll watch revolution. We'll do the review following revolution. $1 on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash kind of pod. Um, And, yeah, I I thank you again, Scotty, for doing this show this morning, this early, 24 hours. This guy's a hero. This guy's a legend. Um, And we got to respect him for it. And after this, you should totally, totally deserve a nap, Scotty. Oh, I need something.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll Uh, give you my match of the week, though. Please do. Give me some plugs. I'm a professional. I'm not going to let you down, people.
2: No, no. Um, Plugs.
1: Follow me at Scott E Wrestling on Twitter, as always. Um, if you want to hear my full thoughts about the Stardom Show, which was a fantastic show, uh, make sure to follow me because I have many podcasts to do so. Um, absolutely fantastic from top to bottom. And my match of the week comes from that show Sayakamitani versus Hazuki.
0: Fantastic stuff. That's great to hear. After that last Sayakami title match, yeah, so I was, I was back. Concerned. So I had that dog back in her.
1: And it's because it's all because of Suzuki I'm excited.
0: I'm excited to check it's mostly out. Mostly because Suzuki is that dog. So well, yeah. She's been no she's choice. been her notches have been turned way up in the past several months.
1: Yeah, she's I always call I call her the most consistent worker in stardom, but when she turns up the notches, it's like really hard to match her.
0: Yeah. She uh she needs more important matches. Yeah, I'm super excited to watch that show. Especially, like I think there's a lot of good matches. Was there a lot of great matches? What, what, just quick review. Did you? Was the show good? Was it bad? Was it a lot of great stuff? Oh, it was excellent.
1: Point? It was. uh It was probably their best show since the Five Star
0: Finals. Okay, all right. That's a a little too long, but I'll take it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Well, be, well, I thought Dream Queen was good, but I think it was better than. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, it's not really a shot. It's just like.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that, I mean too long in the sense of like oh it's sort of disappointing that they haven't had that big of a that uh, big uh, yeah. show well, since then. Yeah. That's true. Um but that's good. Is that good though? Uh you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knights, you can follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling, you can follow the whole show at Count Out Pod. That's where we have all of our other shows on the Count Up Podcasting Network. Be back for A dub. Like Stardom Road, like your dose of death, like uh... Ooh, new
1: Stardom Road coming this week.
0: Yeah, baby. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about what the topic is?
1: Yeah, part three of Arisa Hoshiki. The final, the final chapter. <laughs> uh, we talked about our favorite matches and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. I thought yeah. it was a lot of fun. That, and, that,
0: uh, I was going to say that Hoshiki, uh three-parter has been fantastic. Every episode has been really, really good. So I would definitely go recommend to check that out.
1: I've been hearing a lot of people say, yeah, I got them all loaded up for a road trip here and this. I was like, "Ah, oh, so you're waiting. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Some people were waiting for all of it to come out so they could listen to it sure. in a row. And I was like, sure. you bitches. I want those views now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the thing good. about that's the thing about Stardom Road is that it's evergreen content. So you can listen yes. to it whenever. whenever that's
1: but... a, it's, well, that's the thing. I, I, I've I been, been more and more people saying, yeah, I'm going back and won't listen to them all. I was like. Yeah. That's good. That's the point of the show.
0: <laughs> as, as someone looking at the analytics, that is definitely true. That is definitely yeah, true. I,
1: it may not, it may not pop at the beginning, but the content's there to get watched eventually or yes. listened to. Yes. Um, but yeah, we get some exciting stuff coming up. We'll have uh, Cinderella tournament stuff, mm-hmm. and then a special uh, one episode uh, wrestler dedication. So uh, if you connect enough dots, you'll probably be able to figure it out. But I'm not going to spoil it. So.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to the uh three-parter episode on Fuki Death and all of her different uh forms.
1: I probably we we probably will have that effect. I cannot wait. Uh every single form.
0: Again, you can watch subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cannot pod um there's two tiers a dollar tier and a five dollar tier a dollar tier uh gets you some stuff but really gets you you can get the aw revolution review by us uh live and you'll get not just the live version but to hear it we're not going to publish it on the feed that's the only way you're going to hear it so uh go it's only one dollar a month to do that and if you're already up for a dollar why not uh go up four more go to the five dollar tier and that's where we get all of our bonus content um that is where you get season one of ryan hasn't seen anything That's where you get uh, our D&D show uh, for the network, uh, Cantrips and Clotheslines. Uh, I did a fun little thing of St. Valentine's Day Massacre review uh, for Valentine's Day. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing for March. I have an idea, but I need to to figure that out. Um, And yeah, that's where we have all our bonus content. So definitely go check that out. It's not a lot of money, so we'd greatly appreciate it if you pushed some our way. Um, And yeah, my match of the week. It's a chalk one probably, AEW Dynamite. It's that ladder match, baby. I thought that ladder match was great. Uh, I thought there was great high spots in there. Commander showed out. I really wish it was Vikingo, as it was uh, reported to almost be. But, uh, you know, I'll take Commander. He was very great in it. Uh, Takeshta, that blue thunder bomb off the top of the ladder, was fucking insane. Uh, and the only thing that ruined the match was the referees. Uh, that is the only thing for... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That is the only thing we got for this show for Ring Post Radio. We will see you all next week and see some of you and hope more of you this Sunday night for Revolution Review. Until then, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye.
1: Hi, guys. This is Lauren.
0: This is Michael.
1: And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of Deathmatch Wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of Deathmatch Wrestling, whether it's
0: interviews
1: show reviews or everything in between we have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling whether it's past present or future and you're probably
0: wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows. This has been a Countout Podcast.